You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the Seth Meyers podcast. Uh, we are going to talk about hardcore today. Probably not at all Seth Meyers. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And this is, to me, I've been doing this for the last few episodes, unironically, a very exciting episode. Yes. I've been sa- I keep saying that. I think I'm just in a good mood. Am yeah, I up? Been, Am I you've up? You've been up. You've been up. You've been up, but you keep, like I said last episode, you keep doing this like, it's on me. I've been. I, I just didn't do as good as I could have. Well, it's been I, on some weird shit. Like no, you want? It, it, are you on some accountability, buddy? Shit. Well, here's a controversial opinion. Okay. It's ugly. Not everybody likes this. Okay, so let me preface this. If you went through some horrible shit, like your dad beat you, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about things that happen to adults and what life and whatever. Yes. I think I get more freedom from blaming myself. Oh, sure. Than blaming other people. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't blame anyone, maybe. Well, some, like, look, like, let's, let's say something bad happens. Like, mm-hmm. I feel freer. And I know that there's people that are hearing this that are like, no, some people need to be held accountable. Okay, fine. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to me. And I'm saying that if something goes wrong, I want to know how I could have prevented it so it doesn't happen again. You know what I mean? That, to me, yeah. feels more liberating than saying, like, like. It's only Marky Mark. In general, when he was like, if I was in, on the plane during 9 11, I would have fucked those dudes up. Bob, if oh I God. was on the plane during 9 11, yes, okay, I'm not saying I'm a superhero, I'm not saying that I, I could have stopped it, would have been the, your fault, the international terrorist plot, pushed the women and children towards them. But what I'm saying is, he would have been the dude on the plane who was setting the bomb, precisely. Okay, everybody, welcome. Let's going from me being an international terrorist to our sponsor reads, let's do it. I felt like we couldn't do this episode, and we'll continue to tease it just a little bit, without including sponsor Deathwish Inc. Oh, good, good, good call. Right. So, uh, Deathwish Inc., fine purveyors of all good things, hardcore and aggressive music. Um, we're going to reach way, way back. Yeah? Into the goodie bag. Do you guys like this fear? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I could see. I didn't know if you'd be. I thought yeah, you'd I be did. on the fence. I assumed you would. Uh, yeah. The one with Thomas I like a lot. I see. I, that's the thing. I don't know the discography well enough to know what is what is going on. Uh, I'm going to say that the Death Wish one, they put out a split with Doom Riders. Yes. And as I recall, this is good. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Very good. So I think it's a good, good example of both bands, actually. Well, Doom Riders, I'm like not a hater on, but I just never understood. Disfear, mm-hmm. I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like So... I don't know. If this one's still available, I think everybody should uh, uh, consider uh, picking this one up. Um, but you probably had your own thing that you were going to No, do. I wanted to say to check out all the, the older material. So go way back in their catalog and just start picking things up. I think that Disfear Doom Riders is a good example. Um, and go to the deathwishing.com to their, their store, the store section. You're going to 
there's a promo code after you've put things in your basket. That promo code is X to grind. And and with that you spell it out because that's what you do when you type you use letters and all that. Uh, you get a discount and we strongly recommend doing that. Um, explore their store, very cool. Um, explore the store. Explore the store and and in the spirit of what we're doing today, maybe you'll hear a few things that you want to go pick up from that store. Explore the store. Explore the studio space. All right. Patrick, you're reading up on Disfear? I, I am, actually. I'm on the Disfear Wikipedia just learning. <laughs> Thomas from At The Gates is in it for a bit. Yes. Towards current day. Yeah, after, so they released two records, didn't do shit for a long time, and then when they came back, Thomas was in right. the band. And it's, I mean, it's one of the discharge bands. <laughs> yes. Disband. Disbands. So, which... By the way, here's an observation. In my view, this is how disc bands should behave, like they're heavy bands yeah. versus a light... Like punk bands? A light disc band kind of sucks to me. You know what I mean? Like something that is like... like I think that if you're going to record your disc band, like, uh, maybe pay for the studio. Mm. That's my, that's my sh- hot take. Or go the other way, which is like bands like Disclose, where it's just like pure noise. Not like the record label, but like it's just so noisy. It sounds like just buzz. All right. Speaking of noisy heaviness, we're going to take 90 out and visit our friends at Closed Casket Activities. You know which one I saw on a lot of year-end lists that I was like, oh, yeah, damn, that's right. Criminal Instinct, Terrible Things. Yes, this was... this. It's hard to call it a sleeper because people were people paying were attention. It. But it was one of those ones that did sneak onto a lot of lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that... I think that pretty much it gave people what they wanted from Criminal Instinct. Whereas the last record might have been a little bit more divisive in do you love it or do you not love it? That's right. And I think that this record... Just as all the Criminal Instinct stuff has, my friends who are more into faster punk stuff find themselves going, "Yo, this is really good. Yeah. This is I didn't expect this when I saw the first record or or even the last LP, but now this one is giving people something that they can really grab onto, check out. I think if you miss this one, perfect time to pick it up is now. Go to closecasketactivities.com, enter the promo code Axe to Grind, and you're gonna want to spell it out. Thank you also to Run for Cover Records. Without any of these guys, none of this would all be possible. You're all dope. Dope, dope, dope. All right, what are we doing today, Patrick? You're excited. I'm very fucking excited. I don't know why, because a lot of what we're going to talk about is buns, but we are talking the year 2000 in hardcore. Near 2000. That reference is going to be so lost on a lot of motherfuckers. Uh, I don't know. So where were you at during the year 2000? Uh, in 2000, I graduated high school um, in June of 2000. I moved out January 2001, I believe. So I was still living with my folks. Uh, I went to a lot of shows summer 2000. Uh, skipped a lot of community college. Fall of 2000, yeah. Um, Which community college? Ocean County College. What's it famous for? Bob Shedd went there. Sorry. Fucking fuck nothing. Fuck I'm, I'm going to check the alumni. I'll check the alum. <laughs> see what it is. Ocean what? Ocean County, County College. OCC. 13th grade. As uh, all good. <laughs> to pay it there. forward. Yeah. To pay it forward, I later went to Orange Coast College to stick with my OCC theme, which is where Farside went, as well as me. And Way cool. Yeah. yeah. Might be cool. Well, professional cool. wrestler Biggie Biggs went to uh, mm, OCC. Uh, OCC. Okay. Who else? 
Biggie Biggs. Who the fuck? Pretty sure the Biggie dude Biggs. from I think uh, dude from you and I went there. Bruce uh, Springsteen, non graduate. Bruce yeah. Springsteen drove in, by once. <laughs> we in the we in the same group, Bruce. <laughs> Uh, also, Brigadier General uh, Richard O'Meara, and yeah, that motherfucker graduated. He, he did, Fuck and him. Danny Clinch. Um, that ain't nobody. Who, <laughs> he's a photographer, right? <laughs> Look at his photo. That's nobody. The, he's the, terrible. The photograph is really unflattering. Is he wearing like weird? He's wearing a hobo hat. He's wearing a fedora. Yeah, yep. um, he's like an Asbury guy. And mm. That makes a whole lot of sense. Oh, but he is did, he cool? Well, he did okay. direct the video, uh, the Blind Melon video. So respect. Oh, okay. The, the famous one? No, he just took a photo of them. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you didn't find the B girl. You <laughs> F my D. Yeah, it's all true. 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 Good point. That's where I was in 2000. Uh, I started working at TDT Screen Printing uh, in the fall. I skipped a family vacation to go to the last Floor Punch show. And got in a lot of trouble with my parents. And then took a bus to North Carolina that was very memorable. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was a good year. Good year. Tom, but where were you in the summer? At no in point did you write your own wiki like this man did, though. No, right? clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. Okay. Yo, I think that should be a service, right? Is wiki writer? Um, we might need to mind that. Yeah, actually, I'm going to... Because I think that's pretty easy. The uh, the one for one guys. I think I'm going to hire them. Oh, they're just pretty bad. You got to stop with those Insta lives. That 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 one was particularly bad. Yo, that was the best fucking Instagram or best uh, Wikipedia. All right, go on, oh, Tom. Where were good you? Wikipedia? One for one's Wikipedia. The band? Good. Yes. Because there was 800 people in the fucking band. The the trivia is so there's good. there's trivia there's a trivia section in their Wikipedia. So obviously Dan wrote those. Yeah, yeah got it. Um, where were you? Two thousand. 2000, I had just finished grad school. I was working at Payne Weber, and I got an IM from Justin Brennan and asked me if I wanted to do a band again. Uh, how, did, did that feel say, weird? Did yeah. you say, fuck you? I go, we're going to have to have a talk. <laughs> okay, stop with that, because we'll get to that story <laughs> later. Uh, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for that story. So, did that and started... Did you guys start gigging? In, yeah, you were Our first gigging. show was October 2000. That's right. Lemoore's and then... On Friday, CBs on Sunday. It was perfect. Mm. That is, uh, is yeah. Anything else about 2000 that you remember? You were very busy. Very busy. Uh, our third show was in Atlanta, and it was insane. Mm. Um, we kicked a drummer out by the end of 2000. <laughs> Happens, yeah. Um, that's actually a funny story that we we'll could not tell. Mm. It depends. We'll get there. We're going to get there. I'm right. excited. Oh, 2000 for me. What about you? <laughs> Just moved to the big city where we stick off. Yes, I moved. I got off the bus. A little hazy. It was a bit like uh, Welcome to the Jungle, the beginning yeah. of Welcome to Jungle. I, I, get, I get off the, the bus. Jungle, I'm just like a hillbilly. You know, what I mean, I'm wearing a denim uh, vest uh, and no shirt, no shirt underneath. Uh, like a the, like a piece actual of hazy in, yeah, yeah. in your mouth and a yeah. uh, little Albany uh, bandana around your neck. I get out. Yeah. I get off at Port Authority, and there's all these. They look like unscrupulous gentlemen. So little do I know. Six hours later, I'm sucking eight dicks at once. <laughs> Have you ever crazy. seen that episode of Law and Order? Where they're sucking eight dicks at once? No, it's the most insane SVU I've ever seen because you know how SVU always has the same format? You can predict everything that's yes. going to happen. I think it's like you can just... It's uh, right, spoiler alert, I've never seen a full episode of SVU. No, oh, wow. Wow. Oh wow! I have no interest in them. So there's really? one. They're good. Okay, so I love them, but there's one episode, eighty centers that is so peculiar. Sam Waterston, because it breaks the mold, and it does a time elapse of literally somebody getting off the bus at Port Authority to their time into like 
like uh, survival prostitution. Like, but it's a time. It's this doesn't happen on the show. This isn't like a format of the show. Uh, no, and it's this particularly weird episode that goes like it's it's like a montage of like the ex, the exploitive, I think I know the one you're talking about. The exploitive boyfriend that comes up and is like, you know, so nice and all this, and and it is. It's weirdly dark. It's not well done. It's just dark because you don't expect it from... No, it was almost like they were experimenting with a new format yes. to try, but then everybody's response was, Whoa. no, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Too real. Too real. So anyway, uh, I moved to the city uh, and uh, I don't uh, know if I have any... Uh, what was I doing? Oh, I think I spent the summer... I think I spent the summer... In smoking dopes and dicks. In um, your cabin boy. No, no. Um, uh, the, the, uh, Pittsburgh. I think that was the summer I spent in Pittsburgh. What? what? Spent a summer there one day. I did. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, did, what were you doing in Pittsburgh for the summer? Uh, so him and twelve-year-old Jamie were plotting. Yeah, well, we were. Yeah. It, I was in the original. No, no. Original I Code Jamie, Orange. I bet Jamie was four or five at that point. <laughs> I don't so. think what, he's that young. Well, he, but, no, I, I looked mean, it, it up. was twenty years ago. So he's twenty-six. So he's he oh yeah he was a young so man. six years old yeah, six he's a young man we you call young you call six year old young man <laughs> okay. he's a young man <laughs> he said it yeah, so he, ardently he's, he's a young man he was, how is that how is your young man he was just in late adolescence then wasn't yeah. he so really blooming I can so, see his future point is uh, uh, friends that I did so my friends and I in high school all we made movies you yes. know what I mean and. Uh, prawn and one of them one of them went on to go to uh, film school in Pittsburgh oh is that the French guy no 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 this is my this is my friend Rory who has since passed away shout out to his family Uh, I was gonna say shout out to Rory I'm like he's not gonna hear it no he's not gonna hear it but uh, I think this was the summer that I spent in Pittsburgh it's all a mess a jumble at this time but uh, we spent basically a summer uh, uh, making uh, plotting a movie and then going home to Albany and shooting it at Albany. But I think I might have technically been living in the city and had got got an apartment immediately after that. My own apartment. Right, my, right, right. When I said my own apartment, I was sleeping on people's couches and then yes, got. Yes, of course. So anyway, that's where I think I was. I don't have very many clear memories of it. Otherwise, I think I was probably started working at Sacred Chow in the West Village when it was there. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, going to generations every day with my tip money. Yeah, I, I was. I it's started, generation. I know. I always say generations though. Everybody does. It's and not. Then it's like it's Walmart's. It's, yeah, it's Lamore. It's I not know. Lamore's. It's Walmart's. Get off my it's dick. CBGB's. I know, it's I know. not CBGB's. So hey, go to fucking generation. A pick good up a activity is to try to think about. Can you remember every year of your life? There's, it's tough. Not a chance. Not not like when you were four. Like fuck off. But like from adulthood, from age eighteen, can you remember every year or some things that happen? It's tough. It's really very tough, tough. Actually, yeah. Um, I also spent a lot of time at Generation that year and in 2001 too. So a lot of a lot of uh, woman I was dating was living in New York, starting in like September. So I was in New York all of the time from there till 2003, basically. So, um, what what about music? Did music? you like any music? I did like some music. Do you guys like some music? Not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's dig in. What's your take on this year broadly? Broadly speaking, it was funny when you named this. I was like, oh, "This is gonna be a fucking dry man." And then I when we got the li- when you got the list together, I was like, "Oh shit, it's wild." I think of two thousand one, and we were saying this on the ride over yesterday. Two thousand one is a tentpole year in hardcore, like one of the greats. And two thousand is just two thousand, right? But there's a lot of stuff building in two thousand. Yes. But oh one is one of the you know five most important years in, yeah. in a hardcore. Of, a lot of things broke through. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what that set two thousand up and. 
when we do 99, do 98, you'll feel that there too. It's a transition year. Uh, and 2000 is the truest transition because it's stuff coming to roost where it's like, oh, okay, this is about to pop. This is about to be something. This is something new. This is the end of this. And you might not have seen it at the time, but there were certain things, like just f- speaking facts, 2000, you realize the late 90s, like youth crewish stuff, that was dead. That was mm. gone. It was gone. There was no third wave of it. There was, a, there was two waves of that shit to me. One that was on the earlier side that I'd consider in the 96 range, and then one that kind of hits in the 98 range, um, both records and sets of bands. But the first wave crested very high. The second wave didn't crest very much at all. And then there was no third wave. And in 2000, that shit was deaded. Um, meanwhile, there's a bunch of stuff that really flourishes. So um, it's a big year. There's some really great records. And there's a lot of shit. And it just also, the the enormity of this year, the amount of stuff that came out is kind of fucked up. It's sure. pure transition year. Pure. Because what we're seeing is a lot of heavier bands putting out their arguably less relevant material. Yes. Uh, maybe some of it is quite good, to be honest. I was surprised, but it's maybe post. Yep. So that's interesting. Then you've got stuff like American Nightmare Self-Titled, which is obviously doing yeah. big things. And then you've got a, not even a creeping, an explosion yes. of metalcore. Explosion. And I think you see explosions from a few different scenes here. So, actually, fast, fast, hardcore is explosion. Ex- and both, we can go back and forth on this because you have much more knowledge on this. I think both have so much more chaff this year than hits. You know what I mean? Like, so, sure. so much more, though. Sure. And I think it was, yeah. Okay. So, let's get right into the shit. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Let's start with one that I couldn't totally place for, but, but a record that I think holds up Madball, hold it down. Some people's favorite Madball record. That would make sense to me because it is shockingly good. It's very, very good. Shockingly good, and I think everyone underrates it. Uh, way underrated. Yep. See, I think it's a little overrated. Oh, no. Really? I think it's probably set it off as number one to yep, me. Yep, number one. I agree. Demonstrate my style, number two. Yep. Yep. This is the bronze medal. Yeah, and I think it's... Three. It's, yes, correct. That's properly rated. But you don't... But some people think it's one. It's I, not better than set it off. It, set it off it's not is better than a set it classic. Off. Okay, but hot take... It's not better. It might be more consistent. I listened, yeah, I, this, so. I listened to this whole fucking thing and enjoyed every minute of it, including the kind of dated, like maybe doesn't, like may, might be a little like, like look, there's the part where he's the like, making, part? he's making fun of hardcore kids of the moment because there was this, yes. d- during this period, there was a ton of influx of like what some people might call suburban sensibility, Nerds. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yes. uh, there's a lot of Food Not Bombs and Crime Think all infiltrating a space where Freddie's like, wait, what? What are you, you doing? Think Freddie had any inter... Yeah. Uh, oh, Very... Definitely. I mean, they were... No, just, just hearing the critiques because these are the type of people who are loudly trying to be like, fuck Madball, you know? Right. Yeah. And for... The evolution Ma- and, and the yes. heart attacks. And for, for Freddie Madball to hear this in 2000 after he's been going to shows for 13 or 14 years probably, yeah. Yeah, more than he's, that. Like, yeah. he's like, what the fuck? Also, running a small business in the form of a band playing a type of music that is not easy to make money off of and right. and being able to at least supplement at that point maybe his maybe be he was a younger man maybe be the whole of his income whatever the point is like I wouldn't want to hear it from those kids either but I think that those like that sketch or whatever it is yeah. the fake banter yes. it, it is 
maybe a little dated, right? A little bit, but it, you know, when listen to it now, I think probably at the time I would have heard him like, eh. listen to it now, I'm like, all right. And in the perspective and vision of what that dude was doing and being able to look at all that with register, it, it doesn't bother me. It makes sense. And it kind of, it wasn't even this like hard fuck you. It was a good push off. Like, you know, get out of here. Like I, sh- I this year you're gonna find me shooting bail to a lot of stuff you wouldn't expect, and you're gonna hear me throwing some stuff under the fucking bus <laughs> that you wouldn't expect. Well, that's fine. Uh, this is better than look my way. Fact, one hundred percent. Fact. Yes. And this I, was on Epitaph. Okay, look my way was still on Roadrunner. Or was that on look Epitaph? my way was on Roadrunner? Yep. First and they Epitaph did Epitaph one Epitaph. record on Epitaph. Weird. And then I think this is the this is the. And they broke up. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. say this. This was their last great record, and I don't mean that in a diss to any of the records yeah. that came, but after this is the last like Titan shit record. Sure. So cool. I, and if you haven't checked it out in a while, check it out. I I do think Pat's onto something. I don't know if I'd say it's more consistent than Set It Off. It's very but it's, good though. It's very consistent, yeah. and and if you just like meat and potatoes hardcore or Set It Off, maybe peaks for you or doesn't really catch. Give Hold It Down a try, anyways. Sure. All right, next one. We won't spend a ton of time here, but it was inarguably the most important hardcore record that came out this year. American Nightmare, self-titled 7-inch. Is it inarguable? That's what I'm asking. I don't think so. You don't think so? Here's okay. one that I think might be more... Rel- not. I mean, I love American Nightmare. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. couch this. It, it might have been my favorite of this period. Well, I'm saying more most important, but yeah, yeah. I feel like Opposite December might be bigger than uh, I don't think so. I think because Ann the shifted the conversation. Poison the Well you could avoid, and I don't know that you could avoid American Nightmare. Ann opened for Poison the Well any totally time it's together. One hundred percent. But Ann played in different worlds than Poison the Well. I am I am of two minds. You couldn't on this. you couldn't you couldn't see a Poison the Well fan at Posi Numbers, but you'd see Ann fans at Hellfest. Sure. No, and I mean, I, it's, and, uh, it's 1A, and I mean, it's not yeah. like... No, 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 and that's not to, no, not taken away from Poison the Well being a very important, relevant band. I just feel like AN became something crazy um, right away. And, and Was Poison the Well, do you think it was the same radical fiending effect? I, look, as someone who printed shirts for both these bands, <laughs> uh, yeah, you printed a lot of them, a lot of both. Yeah, you know? neither of them were starving. No, Poison the Well did very. I very saw well. people go insane for both bands, and I just, yeah, and, different. And I, I don't. Right. I honestly don't know. No, it's, it's, I think it's a good question, and it, it, it probably shows your lean that um, it. That's a good way to put it: is one A, one B. So the AN self titled seven inch. Before this, AN had a demo. It was fine. Uh, they played a lot. I saw AN probably ten times in two thousand. Um, the, when the seven inch came out, it was it, it, tide shifting. Everything changed. One hundred percent. Uh, really changed the way people looked at hardcore, what they thought was hardcore, what wasn't, what hardcore was going to look like for the next few years. Like, I'll be very honest, when American Nightmare came out, I was like, oh, hardcore as I knew it prior to that was no longer a thing. No. And uh, and I turned out to be wrong. It was just cyclical. But when you're 18, yeah. things can feel crazy. Um, but the difference between the demo and the seven inch is fucking huge. There's people who ride for the demo. It's cool. The seven inch is not that good. No, I don't. I don't. If like they it. left that as their legacy, we would not be talking about them right oh, now. No, 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 no. They'd be in the also mentioned category. Yeah, so, uh, with that, let's talk about Poison the Well real quick. Poison the Well, opposite sure. December. We count that as 2000 because it came out December 28th, 1999. Right. Yeah, count it. Chalk it up. Um, is this the. Jane Doe comes out 2001. Correct. 
Is Opposite of December a bigger metalcore record than Jane Doe? No. no. It's, it wasn't at the time. In 2020, is Opposite of December a more important metalcore record than Jane Doe? Uh, this is a super tough question. I'm asking just as throwing it out there. As a metalcore OG, more bands have ripped off Poison the Well over the years Interesting. than Converge because Poison the Well is easier to rip off. Tom, you've met the Poison the Well kids, maybe been in the, like you play shows Friends with, them? with them. Okay. Yeah. Are they sensitive guys? Um, no. Okay. This, this, I hated this on this listen. I, I never liked Poison the Well. Okay. I really hated this. Really? I really did. I like it. I like half of it. Half of it. Half of it, yes. Okay, there's... There's nine songs on it? I think the song Nerdy still pops, but there's not much else on this at all That I could. Uh, It's a fucking... Watch a thousand kids singing that. It's pretty Yeah, no, it was wild. I I saw it was wild. Yeah, yeah, of course. But but, but I... I, It's not a great full record. It's not. Uh, Did you you listen on this one? Uh, I've listened not that long ago. Okay. What was your your take? I don't... Is it compare it, it's okay. not it's so here's the deal in the way that a lot of these records that you'll hear me talk about I was nonplussed by it I think that the <clears throat> the tide swing of where hardcore has been in 2000 post 2013 14 where like if you want you, I'll give my take on this when we hit this record but there's records on here that are that in 2000 I was like this is just this is even hard this is metal core like this is so our Seem tame, and not the poison the well seems tame. It's just Compar- I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't disgusted by it. That I was like, yeah, it's not a it's not metalcore as compared to it's mosh metal compared to Jane Doe, which yeah. comes off as like something that's full on. You know what I mean? It, no band could legitimately do poison the well. You got, bands have since done opposite of December, not better, but you can do it. Yeah, bands couldn't do Jane Doe. They can't they do opposite of December. Oh, yeah. okay, couldn't do Jane Doe. Could not. Saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. you yes. can't recreate that. Right. People and, did with poison the well. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's all true. I mean, honestly, you know, that's and a true. lot more people try, which is so interesting to me because people aren't as ambitious. To, like, the, the converge is a very difficult thing. So, um, Poison the Well, Opposite December, very big record came out mm-hmm. on Trustkill. Yeah, uh, I think this starts, and I actually had thought the Trustkill stuff had peaked a little earlier than it does because I think it actually starts peaking two thousand one. Yeah, but this Poison the Well was the boom, the pop. Um, yeah, because earlier than this was like, I mean, he had some. Like seventy eight days, yep. and mm-hmm. fucking stuff that didn't really pop. Yeah, mm-hmm. harvest. Mm-hmm. You could call Too this well. a bonafide underground smash. Like, like, oh, yeah. like sold copies for a small record label. Oh, Not, you wouldn't. You wouldn't sold believe. six figures. But, yes, but think about that for a second. Like, it didn't necessarily. I wasn't going into Tower Records and seeing this everywhere. But no. it, but it was selling to every kid who. Had a contact with the underground shit. So Hell, we, Hellfest 2000 happened. Yes. So we talk That's, about. Yeah, that was. We we mentioned Civ in an episode before and how big the Civ record was. Yes. Right, and how many copies it sold. It sold a lot of copies, six figures. I'm pretty sure Opposite of December was close, and it didn't have a song, uh, a video playing you think on it was MTV. Comparable? I, I mean, know, I know they I sold know. at least over 100. I know it's comparable. You don't think GP? Uh, you don't think Civ did? Civ like did better. Mil? Sived into half a mil. They didn't, do, they didn't go gold. I thought they would have. No. Um, okay. Half a half a. Um, All right. And PT Dubs. Uh, right, they're close to that. Close to that. Which, crazy. without that same accessibility. You right, know, It's right. pretty fucking impressive. So, um, Trustkill's kind of getting its start. I think we'll touch a couple other things that were Trustkill records. Mm-hmm. But let's go to a different label right now and do a little bit of time with our friends in Chicago. 
Victory Records. Oh, okay. Let me start with one. Earth Crisis Slither. My most anticipated record of that year. Ready? I went and bought the gold slipcase CD. Which is so shocking for you. Yes. But I, well, not because, it, because it's Earth Crisis, it's not, but... Yeah, 2020 Pat would go back. If you had a time machine, it's like, hey, look, man, this can't take you anywhere. But where it can take you is to the day you bought Slither. And I would say, okay, that's better than killing Hitler. And I, and I would go and I would shoot myself in the chest. You'd shoot yourself. You wouldn't just go, hey, man, hey, young me. No, because there would, young be, there'd would be no, tell, there'd be no talking me, me out of it. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be like, me again. Yeah, I'd be like, who is this old gray fuck telling would me young, not to buy this Earth young Crisis me, record? Would you beat young me's ass or could he beat you? Oh, I outweigh young me by a solid 20. I'd beat his ass. Okay, good. I mean, yeah, noodle okay. arms. What are you going to do? Right, but, he, but he has the power of Earth Crisis Anticipation. And he's young. E-C-A. E-X-C-X-A. Yeah. Earth Crisis Anticipation. Yeah. He's going to get Slither in the gold slipcase. Yeah, and I can't stop him unless I kill him. Okay, so, so it's, it is what it is. He's got shot to the chest. Yeah, he's it out. is what it okay. is. All right, that's fine. So young Pat is done, and uh, the world is is <laughs> the world is a little lighter in the podcast department. So, Slither, discuss your feelings then, your feelings now. Wait, let's get Tom's first. What were your feelings on Slither? And did, ter- I think it's terrible. Okay, did you listen to it at all on this one? Uh, yeah, it's still not good. Okay, sucks truly. The song Nemesis is maybe my favorite Earth Crisis song now. Um, there's a riff that sounds very similar to the No Warning song Behind These Walls. Uh, I thought the vocal production was not offensive. I think it sounds like 311 and Life of Agony. Okay. I don't think it's not good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think if you put it in the bin of like, oh, what's some butt rock that would play the local stage at OzFest? This record makes sense. I couldn't imagine being somebody who loved Earth Crisis's golden age material getting this because the wheels start coming off at Breed the Killers, right? right. Start, they're not off, but they're starting to shake. They're, they're pretty, they're down to like one, like one nub. Okay. And it, also, this really depends, right? Because they start falling off of Gamora's. You can make the argument for sure. Mm-hmm. But here's the question Do you like Sepultura roots? Then you'll, yeah. I do. I do. But I also. What is this thing you're doing? I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, I like Sepultura Roots. If I had been a huge fan of the two records before that, maybe I wouldn't like Sepultura Roots. Right. If Roots. you had Chaos AD right. and fucking right. Beneath the Remains, you would have hated Roots. I, right. And so here's the question. Is there a kid who came into Slither? Yes, we know there is because they fill our inbox every time we talk about yes. it. But, yes. But. It's not bad, man. It, but is. For someone that was, if you went, there, I would think that there's very little going from Destroy the Machines to Slither and feeling good about it. I would think there's yeah. very little. No, I, I agree with that. Uh, it's not a hardcore record to me, but it's I'm fine with that appraisal. It's like <laughs> not weird. Fight yeah. that. No, it's I. I my biggest takeaway was I imagine Earth Crisis fans feeling so betrayed by this record. I was. Yes. Okay. That explains the rest of your, your cynical outlook on life. From I haven't trusted you. anyone or anything since. <laughs> you let me down. All right. Gray area, fan belt algebra. Unique. Yeah, I, I mean, for victory, kind of cool. I mean. I, I thought it was, I actually enjoyed it. I think the only comps I can make are lifetime and, and like yes. token entry. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense right. with Ernie right. yes. being uh, the thread. 
Nine Lives adjacent to this shit, too? you remember that band? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, because it was Ernie went from Token Entry to Black Train Jack, yes. which was Rob. And then those dudes went and did Nine Lives, right? Well, Nine Lives went, Rob went to Nine Lives, Ernie went to Grayer. Gray right. Uh, I didn't like this at the time. I listened to it and was like, oh, this is cool. There's a couple tracks on here yeah. I'd listen to again. It's cool. You did not like Gray Area at all. Didn't like it at all. But I will say that I did like it. I thought it was much more capable, and that might have something to do with increased production values uh, over some of the other things that we're going to be listening to this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was much more, for lack of a better word, professional sounding mm-hmm. than a lot of shit. Uh, so, if I remember correctly, this is a, most of Gray Area around this time was the majority of the last Warzone lineup. Whoa, yes. is that true? Yep. yep. Um, I know Jason was in it. I know Vinny. That played in Warzone. Um, yeah. Steve O'Brien on bass, Jay Laroff on guitar, Vinny Valley on drums, Ernie Parada on vocals and guitar. Mm. So half the last Warzone. Right. Without, without uh, uh, Todd the Kid. Uh, Boy Sets of Fire after the eulogy. I never got this band totally. The record before this, I guess I liked more in a I don't really like this kind of way. When there's when it's please describe that yeah it's like when you listen to something you're like eh. it's like if you listen to two records by a band and you don't like either but they're not this they're one's not less offensive no this one actually on this listen I was like okay I guess this is fine it kind of when it gets singier I'm like is this just ignite for people who are offended by Southern California Bros I'm going with that uh, yeah. You know, and like not not rookies. as not as operatic operatic, no, but no, yeah, no. you know, like I was like mm. less fast, like less. Yeah, it's more like yeah. So this band and I have a lot of mutual friends. I don't want to go in too hard. I thought this was offensive and I hated it, and everything about it made me cringe. And I I, I felt so betrayed. Betrayed. No, let me just say this. Um, there's lyr- hardcore isn't necessarily brilliant lyrics it's sure. often written by fucking 19 year olds that don't have a ton of life experience it's fucking stupid but the lyrics to after the eulogy rise rise Hits rise on. rise rise later I'm gonna skip around a little bit and you can do this for any band I understand sure, yes. right where's your fucking anger where's your fucking rage that's the sing along yeah. thing right then there's give in give up give in give up rise 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 stand up fight back that makes me want to throw this fucking mic stand out the fucking hotel window. Have you ever seen them play a big, in front of a big crowd and had that rise? Like I, but it that, is arena. It's made for an arena. I know, and this is why I don't connect. I mean, a myriad of reasons, I'm sure, but this is why I don't connect with bands like Rise Against or like some of these things that are like it's playing for the back row. Yes. Mm. And I'm not a genius. I don't need much from this life. You know what I mean? Like negative approach, I think has some of the best lyrics, and it is true. It's borderline. Like, did you did you did, did you attend high school? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not right. did you Cave graduate? I'm not, no Cave judgments Manchet. on you graduating. Did you attend? And the this is, I feel like this gave birth to too much bad. I guess that's why I dislike it. Uh, yeah, not, uh, not so not rookie. Feeling. Don't really love the record otherwise. Um, Reach sky. Friends lies in the end of the world. Uh, production, meh. I like the song "Stealing My Soul." This just wasn't it. I think this was coming off a record that a lot of people really liked. Oh, um, this is my the question. First LP. Is this, is, is this not the record? No, I think the LP before this was the record. Okay. Um, this is the follow-up where it was like they have a chance from the first LP on Victory to go even bigger, and I think it missed the mark for me and many people. But there's some people who really, really like it. Hi. <laughs> 
I am one of those people. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like the production on this at all. Yeah. The, the vocal effect, and it's not that it's not that I was the biggest Richard Sky fan, but I was a fan, and I just thought the vocal effects weren't great. I actually think, I'm sure the songwriting is fine. It, it, musically, I think they were taking a slight different direction because they had been a band for a while. They'd written, I think this was probably, they had done a few EPs and an LP. This is their second LP. And I think the production held back a lot of the opportunities this record could have had. No debate. Hmm. I really like it. That fucks with the sadness alone. Mm. It's a great song. Can you guys explain grade the embarrassing beginning to me? Not at all. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is just like, hey, remember before we heard Hot Water Music and we were like that metalcore band that sang? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's some of that. Yep. Tried to listen. Not great. No. That, that didn't go well. Shelter when 20 summers pass. When 20 summers pass. They um, will pass. Yeah. Um, I have such conflicted feelings about this. I'm going to let you guys go. I, I got nothing. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. Interesting. Like I got off the bus at Mantra. Like it a lot. Um, like it a lot. Like it a lot. Um, Beyond Planet is- Earth, I do not like. Yeah, I do. Um, I know the record well. I like it a good amount. I think when you pull it apart, it's very different than any other record Ray Cabo's done. That's that's true. Although I will say, to my ear, it sounds like the middle point between Mantra and uh, Better Than a Thousand. That's what it sounds like to me. Not too far off. There's there's a couple... On the Super Soul comp, there's a Shelter song that straight up sounds like Better Than a Thousand. Um, and that's the only one I can say. But here, it's a little poppier than any other Shelter material other than Beyond Planet Earth material, which that's a bad record. Um, but he's raw and honest in a way where he's singing about his experiences and they seem like he's singing about recent experiences um that's cool I, I enjoy it i think it's got as much in common with a pop punk record as it does a hardcore record no question um also very very tacky get in the van type song yeah we're, we're in the van again yeah <laughs> there's a health food store right over there Yes, it is. All right, let's pull. Bring it up. Bring it up. Let's pull. So, so. um, Yo, let me. Let me. Come on. Let me do the thing. Let's do back and forth. Pull it up on your computer. Let let me do the thing. Yeah, go. Um, Uh, The song's called "In the Van." I love Shelter. You know, I mean, like, uh, uh, so they don't play any of these songs, do they? They play "When Twenty Summers Pass." Okay, it's a good song. All right, do you have it pulled up? In the van again, lyrics. Right. Yeah, I do. All right. Um, you guys going to go do I'll do. Duet? I'll do first line, you do second. <laughs> I'm as blind as a bat, and you, <laughs> you have, have sight. sight. Okay, ready? Another year here. Unload the gear. There's a health food restaurant over there. The sound checks now, but no one cares. Hey, what time are we on stage? The trailer like a puzzle packed. With t-shirts, drums, and all our crap. We take it back. I don't know what this one is. Uh, science, the, the third, third day? day? What is this? Now we packed the gear. We're out of here. A 14 drive, but no one's sleeping. <laughs> Did it say a 14 drive? 14 it's, hour it, drive. It, it looks like this was translated by From someone. Japanese, yeah. yeah. Um, here, let me pull up a better one. Um, you guys are not selling this. It's a 14 hour There's drive. No no selling the I'm so so goodbye, Tom, there's no selling the song. There's again. no selling the song. Relationships were on the phone. The auto bonds are second home. I know these roads from Berlin to Rome. Like 80 in the States. 
Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you get the next line. Fuck you. And I love this city, and I love to stay, but at 12 o'clock, we're on our way. I'll be back again in early May, because we just got added dates. Fuck you. I hate you. I hate you both. Yeah. Ray yeah. This, this line's good for you. <laughs> we traded in the university for the backseat and poverty. But this whole time, I felt so free. And learn more in the end. Oh. <laughs> and These motherfuckers <laughs> playing amphitheaters the year before this, and they weren't starving. <laughs> and winter has passed, but we made it through. Don't tell me about paying dues. No bad line. And if you paid, then you know too. You'll end up doing it. Again and again and again. Yo, listen. This just, it just hit too close to home. That's what it is. Yeah. That's that it is, is too real. some of the worst lyrics I've ever heard. And Ray has shining moments, even on this record. Even on this record. record. Lyrically, he's got some really, really good songs on this record. And this is the single? No. Or one of the songs. It was. They did a video for it. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, really did. bad. Oh. Are they doing like fast forwarding pack in the van? Do I remember? This? I think there might be a police officer in this video where they're playing. Oh. Can we pull it up on Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, bring it up on this shit. Uh, <laughs> So still better than Beyond Planet Earth. Oh yeah, no question. Yes, I spent a birthday all alone. Here's the thing, I find this very fascinating. Most musicians take a misstep at some point in their career. I don't. Tr- I try desperately not to hold it against them, even if it's egregious. Sure. Um, <clears throat> this is egregious. Uh, well, I, I wish that I lyrically. Could, I wish that I could get into their heads around the time of Beyond Planet Earth and see what was going on. I know that the conventional wisdom or the dominant narrative is they got a taste. Of of the the no doubt money of the, the no doubt life life right. yeah and not like, money necessarily and, and and look I've met bands that did do big tours and then started chasing that headline reality when they were never built to be that type yeah. of band right and so that can easily happen but this I just would like to understand how old do you reckon they were at this point uh, was two thousand this two year two thousand. Uh, Mid, so uh, 30 35 below yeah. 35 uh, 31 to 33 somewhere in there I think that makes it kind of inexcusable if, if how old Ray 52 53 52 53 right so yeah. that makes him say he's 50 so you subtract 20 from that right so he's like 31 31 so uh, considering that he, yeah you're too old to write you're too old okay. to do that man um but but here's the thing. There's so the, there's parts or? of it. Yeah, We're, we'll leave the audio off till we get this. Um, there's your music, your label, Victory yeah, everybody, Records. Everybody, uh, if you're we're doing a watch along. Yeah, we're doing a watch along. Um, All right. So so you got to remember. Oh. I think he's coming out of being. He had been a devotee. So he had to wear. Uh, uh, Hawaiian shirts But let's also put this Let's say you live in California okay. And you have one of these vans yeah. And in the inside it's covered in chrome Okay yeah You maybe write songs like this sometimes <laughs> It's okay it's like fun Okay but here's the problem I'm looking at him and he And don't get me wrong He was an old looking young man So, so like I, I, Like when he was 23 He looked fucking 30 So we're driving so I'm not, No one's sleeping oh. Oh. Who's playing drums in this? Oh no, Ray, this is uh, Is it unkind to say like maybe this isn't a high def band? Well, this is not a high this def not band. a high def video, buddy. <laughs> a, I think somebody of, made this in pixel art. I'm singing in front of aluminum foil. This isn't that cool. 
in early May. We just got added dates. Oh, I just That's so Graham, here's the deal. Graham Imagine is. you do a tour with no doubt because it's a huge opportunity. These men are balding. Why are they singing this? Go on. <laughs> and they're and they're well, right. Um, Spoiler alert, Ray, not Gwen. Not Gwen. No. In any facet. But at that, when they do that, they hey, lose man. most of their fan base. And they don't get a replacement fan There's base. Todd, Todd, Jones? Todd Jones? Yes, correct. Why is Todd Jones in this video? Because there's a bunch of hardcore kids in it. Is it oh, it's because we're in California. They're playing a show, yeah. God, was he trying to drop weight for some reason? Is he wearing a coat no. on stage? What's he doing? No, he's got a windbreaker on, buddy. Oh, please. It's a nice jacket. Yeah, it is. Jeff Newman in that. Oh. And then you know, too. Why is Porcel not singing the same he's, word? He, he, was a, he, was just a, he was a second behind. <laughs> Maybe he's singing a judge song. Oh. Is this Sammy on drums who's playing? No. I don't know who's playing drums at this point. Uh, I think it's interesting. They've done a good job not showing the drummer they ever. They have, yeah. Uh. I think it's really interesting to look at, be looking at somebody that you respect a lot doing something you don't respect at all. Oh, that, that, this that's, is... It's like a very interesting phenomenon. This, this is just hurtful. <laughs> What'd you think of the song, Tom? It's ter- terrible. <laughs> Probably the worst song we'll hear today. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I can beat that. No. no. If we no, play fair. some other songs, there's, there's a lot of them. There's some trash. Uh, okay, wow. So I think there's some good songs on there. Uh, here, the, the Shelter has here never go. no Shelter's never been a good video making band. <laughs> like <laughs> this one's way better. What's the one that's hanging upside good. down? Ray? No, you're thinking of into another. No, no, it's this one. Might be is this he hanging one. around upside down. He's hanging upside down like on a van or something, and they're moving. Oh. And, and oh, maybe it might be this. So there's a punk. Well, now punk we're, yeah, yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Okay, everybody. Now we're watching. Here we go again. By the way, yeah. um, we're just gonna leave this on. They're outside okay. the place on Bowery. That's not. That just that got seems sold. uncomfortable hanging while you're going over those cobblestones. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. waiting for him to get like a, a brain injury. I think he's higher up than you think because of forced perspective. But, yeah. But still, just the bumping. That's that's a bumpy ride. Can I tell you my? Can I tell my dirty cobblestone joke? Please. Sure. So these two nuns, they're going from. Um, the convent to church. Okay. Right? They're riding their bikes. Yep. One of the nuns goes, I have a different way to get there. Let's go. So, you know, they ride there, blah, blah, blah. The second nun goes, never come this way before. The first nun goes, probably the cobblestones. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Dirty nun jokes. All right. Uh, oh, Franklin was in it at this point. Yes. All right. Skipping forward, uh, we're going to go to some heavy, some ass beater music. Yeah, please. Here. Stigmata, do unto others. Okay, so I guess you're going to make me the authority here. Uh, this is the classic, right? No. No. It was not. No. I what's like the, this record. What's the me record? too. This record's like faster hardcore than anyone would think. Eye for an Eye is top tier, tough guy, fucking, fucking. really great. Yeah. Is this the version that Minus This does is the, what I can't figure out. I, so actually, check this out. I had to, I have their discogs open because I'm trying to figure out these some of these songs have definitely been recorded multiple times. They went the all out war route that they Eye for an Eye has been on several songs, yes. several records. Yes, and I also think uh, uh, Burning Inside, Life, Life for a Life, right? No, so you're talking. Oh, about that's Life what I'm for sorry. Life. I'm talking, talking about Life for Life. Life. I'm sorry. You're talking about Life for a Life, uh, and I think multi, there might be multiple. Burning Human. There might be multiple because uh, this is good. This is very good. Yeah. But I know most of I my familiarity with Stigmata comes from the compilation record Troy Blood Unbeaten mm-hmm. which had it looks like 30 fucking tracks on it uh-huh. and, and represents so much of their 
output. Like, so this record, I really wasn't familiar with. I and it came it. it came out in 1999. This one, like, yes. Okay, so we'll cut this. Do you want others? Uh. Yeah, sorry. Did it come out in 1999? Looks like it did on Victory. Oh, you're right. You're the right. Version right. came out. And you're right. A different version came out on Victory in 2000. So, but let's talk about it for one second. Sure. This, I think, wasn't meant for Victory. This wasn't a touring band, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You agree? You listened to this? This was way better than you anticipated, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I had yeah. listened to this before, but like that. Recently? I hadn't listened to it in I, probably the last five years. Okay. Hymns for an Unknown God is very different than this. That's the hit. Yes. That's the hit. Yes. It's heavier than this. Uh, yes, it's more metal than this. Yeah, this is like faster than I ever imagined Stigmata was. Life for a life, I for it, I. Oh, it's, it's like how we should live. It's like, it, yeah. like the lyrics are very crazy. Yes, and it has minus going like, you're about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yes, yes. So, yes. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> very good. All right, let's, let's get back into the year 2000. Yeah, please. Fury 5, this time it's personal. Did okay. you listen? Um, I couldn't find it, but I remembered from back then. This is the less yes. yes. I and I I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say, I fuck with a little Fury Five. Sure, they were my buddies back then. Mm-hmm. I like that first record. Okay, it's fun. No, second record. First record on Victory. Yep. Um, at war with the world. Yep. This is not that. This is fine, but it's not. It doesn't have the hits. Right. Like, there's songs on the that Fury 5, like, vic- first Victory Fury 5 record that, like, even people that don't like Fury 5 go, oh, I know the song. Right. Or, like, know the parts or... Everyone knows the... Everyone knows that fucking... You know? And everybody live, that part was actually really fun. It was really fun. Because if you've ever seen somebody on stage do less than ever than anybody's ever done to elicit a totally insane that's reaction. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You just play with the fucking on, the on off switch. Yes. You've never seen anybody do less for, for more. Do less. Do less. <laughs> Say less. Mushmouth, lift the curse. Way better than I thought. Way better than I expected to. Way better. Because uh, mm-hmm. this is post like there's a Mushmouth record that has been in every bin that I've ever been yeah. ever seen in my life. And this is not it. This is right before they turned out to win I think. <clears throat> okay. So, out, they were out to win after they changed their name. Yes. Right. I thought this was great. Is there some dated like, like you know, uses you know, homo thug is used around here. There, there's a lot of shit that's not going to go down very well for for some people in 2019 or 2020. Uh, I thought the record was actually surprisingly good. Did you give it any any shake at all? Yeah, no, it was not. It was it was better than I think that Fury Five record by a million miles. Well, that might be true. Yeah, and uh, for the heavier stuff, I thought the Sigmata, which didn't come out this year, was better than Mushmouth. But Mushmouth was not not awful, not offensive yeah. at all. No. Cold as life, declination of independence. Okay, so this is post. Yes, D- everything's post the classic records Correct. this year for yes. this stuff for sure. Yeah. Yes, for this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're getting a lot of post the classic record or pre the classic record. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is not born to Landhard. What an no. interesting year in that respect. Yeah. That's why it's really interesting. <laughs> uh, Transition. All right, anything to say about that? I don't have anything to say about no, that. No, not particularly. Yeah. Uh, 100 Demons in the Eyes of the Lord? Uh, it's still hard. <laughs> There's no debate. Listen today. Of this ilk? This is God tier for this ilk. You think mm-hmm. God tier? I'm, I'm on the fence after listening. Really? Uh, yeah, I was like, because I always thought, oh, this is really hard. It is really hard. I just don't know if there's like hits there's like three or four hits you're giving it four hits i'm giving it at least three how many hits are you giving it no hits no hits okay there we go you know it was what? good forsaken is a fucking <laughs> okay you know it's what good. Half no, that is half, that's, uh, uh, half. death re- death rep peace and security <laughs> it's not bad okay peace and security um 
This is good. This is fun. Um, Aaron's vocals are so unique. It's what separates it, and it yes. can make it what people are like, eh, or people are like, oh, yeah. They're insane, to be honest. Mm-hmm. They, we just don't think of them as insane. Because you're so used to them because it's been 20 years. It's also just not a guy going, it's not that. No. So you don't want to call it insane. The presentation is so odd yeah. that you are either in or you are out. And, yo, this band continues to have very dedicated fans, so I'm guessing many people are in. Is this most people's favorite Death Threat record? Um, I think most people like this more than Last Days. I like Last Days yes, more. I think this was this, be, this is the... Dead at Birth is an is a amazing first song mm-hmm. in a set or on a record. Born from Pain, Reclaiming the Crown. Oh, we're going overseas now, huh? Yeah. Um, I got nothing. I don't either. Uh, uh, reminded me that, you know, the new Dom Presser record reminds me of this. Oh. Get out of here. Yeah. Vocally, very, very similar, which is a unique thing to right. say. Um, and musically, it's heavy. It's heavy and... Interesting. Yeah. So if you like that... Do you think, it's an, do you think Dom Presser is looking towards the Born from... They could be. Yeah. They actually could be. So yeah. um, Kickback, Les 150 Passions... Muertrieres. Uh, Why did Julian Edelman look like Paul from Kill Your Idols right now? Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> he does. Uh, okay. I uh, I really like the kickback record, No Surrender. Uh, this one is kind of the cool guy pick. You know what I mean? When yeah. people try to pretend to be really into kickback, they say that this is the fucking record. Yeah. It's still No Surrender to me. This does have this a couple and Forever songs. War. Uh, no Surrender and Forever War are the hits. Th- this has... Yeah. Well... This song, this record rather, is the one that I hear metalcore kids reference a lot. Really? Yes. And it's I don't. Funny to me. I don't know if that's just to be cool or whatever. I think No Surrender has much more character. Uh, this to me. When you sa- say character, where where are you hearing it? I think that if you're going to do a post integrity sort of heavy mm-hmm. metal influence type of music, uh, I personally would rather it not be plotting. And this record falls into plotting. Sure. So, in uh, a way that I don't think No Surrender does. This didn't totally grab me, but also I wasn't bothered by it at all. Yeah. Um, there were some parts, but then also some songs that were twice as long as they should be. Oh, yeah. So, but I wasn't bothered by it at all. I, I didn't think there was nothing about it that offended me. So, fans, yeah. of, fans of upsetting lyrics, uh, check out On the Prowl. Go on. <laughs> uh, raised Fist, Ignoring the Guidelines. I'm a dick because I did not listen to this because I'm bigoted. Oh, why? This was so off-putting to me as a kid. I've never re- re- revisited it. I wasn't. I never listened to it young. Uh, when I listened to it, when they did fast drum beats, they were super boring and it didn't work. But when they, one of the songs, "Working on Wood," has what I dubbed happy vocals. Okay, it was at least interesting, and there was. When they were at mid tempo, they were more. They were stronger. When they tried to go fast, it wasn't good. It was fine. What do you think about the the rap part or staccato Not vocals good. on no on the uh, kickback record, which some people oh. love, oh. and that other people, it's very goofy. But yes. heads up, if you think it's too goofy, we've talked about this. New York hardcore bands love staccato vocals, so don't act like... Ray you, was rapping in 86. Don't act like you never heard it. But uh, So, okay, Raised Fist not doing it for you. Knuckle t- Dust time... Oh, did you have anything on Raised Fist? I got nothing on Raised Fist. So Tom's seen Knuckle Dust. Is that correct? Um, first European tour, did a week with them in the UK. Knuckle Dust, time won't heal this. The sheer terror of Europe. Huh. Mm. They're a foundation... But they've been around since... I know. 97 was our first tour with them, mm-hmm. and they had been a band for a little bit before that. Same exact four dudes in the band since then. And they still play. They still draw. I watched them play right before 
One Life Crew and One Life Crew, I mean, at a pretty crowded underworld to watch One Life Crew play in front of maybe 15 people. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. It was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, at one of the, like a fest. Mm. Um, super good. I know these folks are like so kind of important for UK hardcore. Like, even if you don't like the music, you got to give them respect for like all the stuff that they right. did. Uh, so I don't have anything to say about this. Uh, just kind of like heavy, not pure idiot. No. Not pure idiot. No. Have like the, all British hardcore has like a tinge of like punk and oil, yeah, even punk. when it's not yeah. like deci- it's not decided upon. Maybe it's just because everything sounds cool coming out of like a British accent. Yeah. But everything kind of has like that weird sort of swag to it that. So the vocals were yippy, but they were on this side of Rick to life. So it wasn't, wasn't, dis- it wasn't. Uh, distasteful. It was, you know, uh, yeah. And I mean, you know, again, good record, fine. You know, uh, figure four, no weapon formed against us. Okay, not uh, not foreign, but uh, Christian, so might as well be. It's uh, foreign to me because that's a a Bible quote. Have you have you listened to this record? Uh, I listened to it very quickly. Shockingly good. Shockingly good. It is. He did go to school for Christ stories. It is. Of the post hate breed music, this is the best. You're hearing post hate breed. Huh? It, this is pure hate breed. Like post hate breed. This is 2000. Hate breed came out in 97. This yeah. this is in post the this is the Christian version of hate breed. This is the Christian version of hate breed. Okay. So if you don't I heard some of that, but not. Don't get me wrong. It's like if you're not with this message, like he's literally like my faith. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to be with it if you're not with it. But musically, I would always hear actually. The dudes the, we talked about them the other day, Rain Supreme guys, would reference this band, and I I didn't know what they were talking about because I never really gave this a shot. But you can hear it, yo, hundred <laughs> percent. And there are some fucking heavy parts. I actually think that did. Am I wrong? Did some of these dudes go on to like fucking comeback? Hit. Comeback hit. Comeback Most hit. of them. Most. Yeah. That makes the singer in Figure Four is the singer in Comeback Hit. Yo, yes. If that's there, not Scott Wade. If there's any writing credits that are shared between them for for guitar. Yeah. It would not shock me at all because this is secret melodic. Yes, S- secret melodic. I would urge everyone to check this out. That was the part that I think they lean into that a lot more than Hatebreed yeah. does. So, um, Shadows Fall of One Blood. This record is what a lot of more like metalcore sounds like to me now, which is wild to yeah. me. But it's compared to some of the other stuff that we will talk about and have talked about. This was distinctly something else, and I was like, eh, it doesn't have all the fast parts of a lot of hardcore. It's a lot more metal, but compared to the landscape of two thousand post-2012, a lot more stuff sounds like this. Yeah, uh, this sounds like this more than it does that Poison Well record or like uh, Adamantium or Throwdown or 18 Visions. This is the first record with Brian from Overcast on it. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so it's funny. So... He he left he you know overcast whatever whatever he he, he takes over in Shadows Fall because Shadows Fall had existed since like the mid nineties. I didn't yep. know none of that. The original singer is the guy from that band All, Rem- All That Remains. Oh, the fucking yes, you're right. right wing guy. Oh, I didn't know that, but yes. yes. So he got kicked out of Shadows Fall. Starts All That Remains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Fair comes over from Overcast, and yeah, no shit, yeah. We this is the record that really popped Shadow Falls, I think. I think maybe the record after this, but this is yeah, a big one. Right. Yeah. You know, what's crazy to me is that I was into heavy music and I was 
from the Northeast. This, this is not in your lane, though. I don't like this at all. Like really, this type of this type. Do you of like Overcast? Not really. All right, then you wouldn't like this because his vocals are very, very, <clears throat> you know, very much him. This stuff, this stuff, for whatever reason, really loses me. It loses me. I don't know why. And I saw them. Like this band, I saw. Maybe I saw Overcast. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Oh. Steven Brodsky always says that if it wasn't for Brian Fair, Converge would still sound like Biohazard. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Listen. So, Bob, I think that you're... He said that in an interview not to me because I don't know the guy. But I, I, I think that you I'm are... I'm not putting his stories out. And... I think that both of you are right. It's the record after this that's the big one, but this one was definitely bubbling. This, what was, this what was one after? The, the Art of Balance. Is, that's is, the hit. Yes. The big, big, but, yeah. but this one was... This is like the mostly black cover. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, this stuff loses me. What else we got from, Let's go right from the metal metalcore metal, era? Yeah. Uh, Glass jaw, oh. everything you ever wanted to know about silence. Not from, strictly from the new metal era. Not, to be honest, not, yeah, not um, metalcore here. Uh, this new metal? I don't know. I wouldn't. Oh, it's oh. burn and mind over matter. I think you're. I think you're being. Uh, I think you're hearing it the way you want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these dudes are. This is like a straight edge band in fucking two thousand. Yep. we're close to it. And and hey, I like some of these tracks. To be honest, and I love this record. And, I think this record's fantastic. And I like the demos of this a ton. The Don Fury yes, stuff, a ton. Yeah. So I'm not knocking this. I, I'm just saying that, like, but you are. That, well, I'm just saying. What does Beck owe you money or something? No, I probably owe him money. To be frank, probably he probably printed some shirts for you <laughs> yeah, at some point. Exactly. Uh, no, and actually. Uh, Singer is like supportive of comic book stuff. He's cool. Like everybody in this seems fine. I'm not. That mad. was a sweetheart. I'm, of not guy. Ma- I'm not mad at anybody here, but I'm just saying that. Like, uh, and I like some of these tracks. What I'm saying is, I don't know what year was Deftones popping. Like, if De- like, I mean, White Pony before. came out in like 2000. Okay, uh, but before that, I mean, they had two records before White Pony. Right. Um, oh, this is definitely Deftones at Jace. Okay, so like. Is Deftones new metal? It's because to Patty, they are. I don't really think so. Mm. Just, they are. <laughs> to me, to me the they are, in? but... Well, don't let me be the ruling on that, but uh, they lean that way. They're, but there's just as many people who will tell you they're new metal as people who will tell you they're post-hardcore. Yes. I don't think... I mean, they're not post-hardcore. I think they're their own... They're metal, but I don't think they're new. Like, they're not fucking... Corn or fucking stained or anything. No, like that, that. well, stained is active rock. Now we're really splitting the hairs here, but but, but I'm <laughs> saying rock. I'm saying that like Act, I don't, AOR. Yeah, AOR. Um, I mean, there's there's a song on this record about the guy who played on this record. Yeah, there's. I think it's called Babe. It's about one of the guitar players selling out. This is a bit of an irony there. Um, well, they were so. Um, what the fuck's the guy's name? There's Beck. There's Daryl. Oh my God! Why am I blanking on his name? Todd. Disrespectful. Todd. Yeah, because he stopped yeah. existing to you when he broke edge. But he broke edge. But he was a guy. So Beck and Daryl were in. Oh, I'm sorry. Beck and and Todd were in Sons of Abraham. Mm. And if you listen to the Sons of Abraham record, there are Glassjaw songs on there with different vocals. Interesting. One of the big. I think it's pretty lush. Yep. Is is on. Um, so that was Sons of Abraham Termites and a Smile With yep. different lyrics Really? Yes We'll have to listen to it It's pretty funny Shock Spoiler alert The glass version version's better Yeah Spoiler mm-hmm. alert We talked about Poison the Well Opposite December uh, This day forward The transient Transient effects Of light on water I, I didn't re-listen But I meant to I liked this As a kid 
and don't like this now. Mm. I'm going to say that the final, I think this is an EP, three song, is that right? It's an EP. Yes. (laughs) This is the final metalcore version of TDF. I'm going to say that the final song on this has some redeeming parts that are worth checking out if you're into metalcore. Uh, They go much more melodic after this. Yeah. Yeah. This is Earl, this is like, this and the record before this were like, it was like Converge Worship. It was, yeah. Mm -hmm. But then they got like, I think that's when Vadim joined. They did In Response, which was on EVR. Went way rockier, yeah. The record before that, Kairos? Yes, yes. Which was straight up just like fucking indie rock. Yes. Uh, It was a weird pivot. Um, I respect it, though. I remember really liking this and then not liking the rock stuff. This On this list, and I was like, oh, there's not too much redeeming in this. This is, but here's what I will say. Of the metalcore that I listened to for this episode, this was better. Yeah, well, yeah, I could say that for certain. Yeah. Seven Angels, Seven Plagues, Until the Day Breathes and the Shadows Flee. What a fucking First melodramatic EP. name. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I, I cannot find a single thing redeeming about this band. I don't get it. I don't get it at all, Tom. Huge. Help me, hold me. Huge. Jasmine's Lullaby, the record after this? Huge. Like, Huge. they would be a big get for, like, Furnace Fest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure they're trying. I'm it, sure they are. It, it's... But it's perplexing. What is it? you like a, a lot of melodic leaning heavy music? Yeah, this just there's I I don't I don't this understand loses, it. I I don't. Tom and I are both lost on me. <laughs> Yo, can I talk about metalcore for one second? Because this was a bigger oh. year than we think. Um, no, it was a big year for metalcore. Tri- metalcore. Tribunal record put out. Tribunal records puts out 13, 12, 12 records this year. Yes, that's insane. Yes, I uh, I'm going to list some of them to you. Okay, go for the list. Um. Face Down with Forgetting the Constant Fear. Okay, that's a bad name, but, but okay. Uh, Azazel, Azazel with Music for the Ritual Chamber. Okay. I got nothing. No, we're, good. we're getting there. Bludgeon. Spell, for anybody that doesn't know, Bludgeon. B-L-O-O-D-J-I-N-N. Yes, thank you. So it's a blood genie, everybody. Uh, the name of this record is Murder, Murder Eternal, colon, Seven Short Stories for the Slightly Psychotic. All right. It's terrible. North Carolina metalcore. Good on that. Scarlet with Breaking the Dead Stare. Senecherub with Beyond a Wall of Fire. Daylight Dies. Who the just fuck te- are any of these bands? D- listen, this was just trying to Scarlet ended up. Is this the same Scarlet? That, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, it is. It is. It that is ended up on like Ferret. Yep. Yes. Yep. Isn't the guy from Scarlet the dude that's in that Fever 333 band? The guitar is player. that right? Scarlet's gone into a lot of different Maybe he's projects. from the Chariot. I might be making that up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a dude from Richmond that was in Scarlet. Entirely possible. So, for, uh, Daylight Dies put out a bad record. From here on, I need you guys to I need you guys to hear the name of this record. Who is this called? From here on. From here on. Are you familiar with this? I am not familiar. Hope plays in Ontario. Hope <laughs> for a bleeding sky. That's Mad Libs, my dude. That's not a real fucking name. No. That's Metalcore insane. Mad Libs is a game you could play in 2000, 2001, 2, 3 very easily. Oh, because Hyde. H-Y-D-E. Three, yes. Three weeks later releases The Sky's False Persona. These are real. I'm not. We should make a game of this where I make mm-hmm. ones up and then yeah, you can, we can tell do, me. We I got an off-air we'll, story we'll for that. The, we'll create the meme, the like fucking fill in your own. Can like, we do a meme generator? Yeah. A path of me. Uh, you pick this, you pick that, and you know, throw in some adjectives. Any five of these adjectives. <laughs> a, string's a, a string of Pelopanes. Yeah. A path of me releases a record called Encased in Black, This is Forever. What? Oh, come on. What? <laughs> There's not even a comma. So what this is, is 
Deep Metalcore, aka Roots of Scene Music. Uh, yes, thank yes, you. Yes, one hundred percent. Now, now I'm going to skip to the best one in my view. Last one, I'll say. Eyes Upon Separation. I know that band. Yeah, do you know this release? Michigan, maybe? or The Leaves Fall With Grace, The Leaves Fall With Sadness. Holy fuck. The Leaves Fall on a humdrum town. Holy And heaven fuck. knows I'm miserable now. Holy right. fuck. Wow. <laughs> Got nothing, man. There's people that love this. Yeah. You know what's pretty funny? There's other stuff on, on Tribunal, maybe from this exact time period. That popped. You picked all the stuff that didn't. Yeah. So from Autumn to Ashes, first releases on this, but yes. which is just Next the demo. This list. From Autumn yeah. to Ashes, sin, sorrow, and sadness. That's literally the demo that they that was at every show you ever went to. They reissued it. There's an Atreyu record around this time. 2001. Right? Yeah. Oh, 2001. Um, so I just wanted to point out that this stuff to release this many records, that's at a, like a that's triple B level. That's. That is like yes. Uh, what I want to tell you guys though, think about this. We went through that victory list and and. We skipped a lot just because, for in yeah, the interest just, of time. Yeah. Yo, Victory released a ton of records. Rev released a ton of records. This was prime time for putting out records. Here's where my question all these for you: Labels were trying to get going. Yeah, as a record guy. Yeah, was it easy to do because vinyl wasn't holding up the process? Um, CDs you're just are much CDs. quicker. If you are, yeah, CDs are quicker. None of these. I bet you none of these records had a vinyl the pressing. The tribunal stuff, yeah, not very, very unlikely. Do you think that made it easier? Because you just go like, I, I could have four no, releases at once. Yeah. Yes, it definitely did. Sure. And, right? and once you get a bunch of stuff on your slate, everything's moving. Also, you really I'm, want that. I'm curious how much of these recordings were paid for. Might be zero. Might be zero at that level. Tribunal was, you know. There's some stuff on there that went on to be pretty decent size. 100%. Uh, Betrayu from Autumn to Ashes. And prior to the streaming era, you might not have owned that that music because you didn't pay for the master. Yes. But you're going to churn out those pressings and just yep. it, like imagine the money that you could make on a Treyu being like, while well, they're scrambling to be like, hey, should we release? Uh, we don't know. Should we release our old material? I, I'm guessing that Tribunal that had, had done four presses <clears throat> while they're while they were on the fucking voicemail. Yes, yes. my yes. buddy did a label that put out the first from from first to last. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. When the Skrillex dude wasn't singing. Yep. That dude stayed getting checks in the early OOs. Just because they were so big when they got to Epitaph, yes. yep. people were just buying old shit. Like Best Buy would be like, "Yeah, I need a you know five hundred. Send me another, send skid. me another thousand. You know, like <laughs> yep. that That's dude correct. stayed making money from something that nobody wanted. Yep, but everyone did. Uh, sky came falling. Ten twenty one. Anything? I don't have anything. Okay. Um, one of the progenitors of the, I think them and Poison the Well were the early ons of the metalcore kind of sing screamy. On the moshier end of yes. metal, of metal, yeah, career. I like this record. There, it's well done. A lot of people stand by it. We're gonna go to Orange County. Oh, we're staying in the we? more metal side of things, and we're gonna go to Orange County. Please, where are you staying? Uh, I'm staying at the Newport Beach Marriott. Okay, Tom, where are you staying? Um, I'm gonna stay either at uh, Rachel's house in Orange mm. or in Lake Forest with Carly's family. Mm. That's cool. Cool. I'm gonna. Sleep outside Taco Loco in Laguna Beach and just eat and right, sleep. Hey. That's cool. I've heard worse ideas. It's great. Um, adamantium. When it rains, it pours. Um, I'm of the opinion this is not very good. It's not very good. It was <laughs> gigantic. They oh. were the early OC metalcore. Like yeah, they were the OGs band. of the OC metalcore. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
not a ton. Of, here's my complaint. You about can go it. further back and go to like mean season, but Adam they weren't drawing at this. No, and Adam Antium's where it was like, okay, this is metal. This and these are the dudes that brought in like norms to shows for yes. sure. Yeah, uh, I don't think that this there's any hits here though. No, no, it's not memorable. It's Nora Jace. Yeah, Nora less Jace. less offensive than I remembered it. Still not looking to revisit. It's not terrible, but it's like no. yeah, you're never gonna listen to it again. Throwdown, drive me dead. I loved this in 2000. Uh, I heard it for the first time. It's really bad. This week. <laughs> like the, now? <laughs> yeah. I heard the song Raise Your Fist for yes, the first time. Raise Your f- Fist this in the weekend. Air, Drug Free. Mm, mm, mm. What's your feeling? Uh, I wasn't offended, but I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't into it. I, I, was, I, I think I said this. I always sort of liked the record cover. I, I said earlier that it's kind of like the bookend of that Despair 7. Yeah. Swishy with a bunch of colors. Um, but yeah, no. It was didn't didn't grab me. Uh, yeah. I, I think I heard whatever... What's the throwdown record after this? It's You Don't Have to Be Blood, blood to Be Family. family yeah. I heard that and was like, oh yeah, all right. I definitely don't need to hear Throwdown. Um, I don't need to go back to that 7. Man. But some people loved it. You loved it at the time. I did, yeah. But I'm looking at both those records. Uh, throw down uh, Beyond Repair and the next one. You don't have to be blood. Listen to the track list. You don't have to be blood to be family. Unite. That. Do you know what that song is? Oh, it's literally unite a hundred times over. Yes. Dun, it's just dun, chanting dun, dun, unite. Dun, 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 uh, over Jamie's Hatebreed's fucking cast aside music. Yes. That the heat's not going to use because it's beneath him. Yes. God. I and I actually still like Haymaker. I listened to Haymaker like a few months ago and I was like, Is that the one with Dave? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. They got better. That, well, for sure. They were like a professional band. For sure. Haymaker is like the last one before they went full Pantera. Uh, yeah, Venom and Tears is two records later, and that is so Pantera that it. I have to imagine they're uncomfortable with it. Uh, Vendetta, is that the for the, my friends, for my, yes. forever, I'll take it to the bitter, whatever the fuck is about Straight Edge? Uh, I'm, look, like I'm looking right now. That's Okay, so Vendetta, it comes immediately after Haymaker. Throwdown is what oh, some of the dudes who worked in the Rev Warehouse would put on. If they were trying to bum out the older dude who worked yeah, in the Rev Warehouse. Yeah, of course. Sure. Who would then retaliate by putting on the Void Laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone was sad for 35 minutes. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, shit. The fucking guy just knocked over the Yeah, fucking. he just really rammed that ref. Uh, all right. What else we got? I'm sad thinking about some of this stuff. Unite. Okay. Right, oh, you didn't do the rest of the track Kelly. list. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's nothing it's you want. It's songs like The Edge is Strong. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's like... Um, Next song, next record, 18 Visions, Until the Ink Runs Out. My comment was, this isn't so different than Throwdown. And in my head, 18 Visions was super like squeal pitchy. Like, you know they got there. Yeah, they yes, did. But not say- on this record as much. And I'm sure there's port- parts of it. This is straight up like Coalesce worship to me. I was going to say, I think it's Throwdown, uh, Converge, uh, Middle Point. Not as ignorant as Throwdown. No. But not as good as Converse. Converse. Yeah. Not offensive. I remember when People it popped stand up. On this one. I don't like this one. A friend of ours, a mutual well, of Bob and I, mm-hmm. like was from OC and mm-hmm. would like tell me stories. So I this could have been fucking Star Today Part Two. Yeah, and you're already I'm not biased. With it. Yeah. Yeah. Um But like I listen to it, it's cool. Like I get why people like it. Instead of like, you know, like we 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 Sneak this people by saying like they're t-shirt bands. Mm-hmm. This is more of a fashion band than uh, a sound band. Yeah, sure. 
I mean, they've their fingerprints are you still see it now. Yes. People dress for like sure. them, fucking get the haircuts like them. These dudes, like, for terms of that, there's a lot we can say for these dudes. It's just not stuff that I personally value. I mean, this record is 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 heavy. I get why people really like it. Mm. Is this the best 18 Visions record? Um, to people who like 18 Visions, maybe not. No, but I think they like the uh, obsession. Vanity? No, no, is that it? What's the one? I thought it was Vanity's the pink. What's cover. that? Do you feel fine now? <laughs> it's like everyone got fucking Scott Stone Cold Pilots. Yeah, you think that's the one people like? Scott Weiland yes. is from Huntington Beach, so I there's get like it. there's uh oh my god, Tower Snakes is like the hit. Yes, but okay. this is like the record that made them like this is them. I can remember them playing this at like Hellfest and people going crazy. You know, I'm big a, record on Trusco. Yes, when guys are like. Outweigh me by 60 pounds And it's all muscle Don't say anything dumb I'm not saying shit Let, Let's let this go Before I get myself in trouble <laughs> That singer will fucking Yeah he could again, Yeah He could pat, Like wedge me up his ass he's, uh, he's a big dude Before we get more into The Stop more off. straightforward Hardcore stuff Let's touch one that, that Floats in both worlds Most Precious Blood demo See I don't think It floats in both worlds What do you think it is This is straight up Hardcore demo uh, This is not metalcore at all uh, maybe it's I'm punk. Just, Some of it's straight up punk rock. This guy's getting a little wild now. Um, Listen to Come With May and tell me it's not just a fucking fast punk song. This is a fast record. There's no debate for the type of music. Where's the metalcore? For the for the type of music it is, it's fast. I'm, where's the metalcore? It's not nearly as metalcore as you need to do. Where's the track stand? Answer the question. <laughs> yeah, where's the, the metalcore? Where are the turtles? Here's the deal. It's not nearly metalcore by comparison to any of the things we just said. That's you right. see where Bob lumped it in on our list. I'm in between like no warning and More to fucking the hardcore. carry on. Y- yes, but but as soon as they gave you a budget, the little metal came in. Oh, we got a better drummer. Metal, metal came out the corners. We got a metal drummer. Right? Um, I like this demo a ton. You it, love it. It's fast. It fucking drives the whole time. It, if you're into fucking hardcore music that just happens to have slightly bigger guitars, and that's what Tom's talking about. He doesn't yes. view it as being metal at all. He's right. It's not metal, but it's also, in my view, not comparable to classic hardcore. No. So somewhere in between. It's somewhere in between. So if you, yeah. it, so if you like, uh, it, you know, he doesn't. He fought me earlier today. On somewhere the, on, in between. Unbroken, you're unbroken wrong. Comparison, right. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is a demo. This is something that like there's people that literally only like this demo. I can understand. And like more straightforward hardcore people, they're like, ah, oh, mm. really? Mm. You sign, you sign with trust. Ah, oh. oh well, that's just obnoxious. Just like nonsense. metal. No, but there's definitely people that like yeah. legitimately will only fuck with the demo. Yes. What did you have another option on the table when you signed a trust kill? Um, that you can remember. Fuck, did we? And I mean, Probably. here's the deal. Trust kill was just about. They were just about to be one of the biggest labels. Oh, in we actually did. General Pop world. in. Let's save it. That's a tease. Good tease. We actually oh. did. Like we were in talks with. Save it. We had yeah. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do the episode. I'm Don't excited for it. Good tease. All right. Uh, we're getting into a little bit more straightforward. We'll we'll swing it back to California to kind of transition because there wasn't a ton of crossover in this world. But Carry On did play some shows with these kind of bands. Carry On roll with the punches. EP. I don't even know this record. Uh, it's between they did a seven inch on Young Blood and it's right before they go to Bridge Nine. I've Little, seen that in in American Apart. Not a, in a oh Young Urban Blood. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, this record comes out on Teamwork Records that did the ninety seven A records, um, New Jersey based label. Uh, 
Did he put out the four punch? Any four punch? No, but they did the calm, the growing stronger. That's what it was. Yeah, and they did the. Carry on. Yeah, they did some other shit. Um, push too far, seven inch, etc. Carry on, roll with the punches. Uh, this I wasn't really a fan at the time because I was sort of like, this just feels like they're trying to do Right Brigade, and Right Brigade had just come out, um, and I love Right Brigade, and I was like, man. But in listening to it again, it feels pretty fresh. It's sort of like a young blood meets something a little more moshy. It's more straightforward. And I think that the first song opens with like the what i consider the song i think it's roll with the punches yeah. and it has the speed picking the and i think that was a signature you hear other bands steal that uh the first three songs on this are probably the best carry on songs better than any of the stuff of life was Spike. interesting in my opinion but there's people who love that yeah um so but this was this is probably the best material other than life less plight agreed check this out the next the next release you're going to mention in my Mind, I, I, I can I know the cover for Lifeless Plague because it 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 was everywhere. Yes, I get that for for Carry On. This, this next band. this next band, Count Me Out. I honestly don't know the difference between them and Carry On. You mean as bands? Yes, like it's almost different. Like in my head, this is the same act. Oh, so you didn't you didn't listen to this one? I didn't. Oh, uh, this would have been one of the ones I would totally yeah. listen to. Count Me Out One Ten, uh, debut LP by Count Me Out. Uh, one of my favorite records of this year, and it's I, I listen to it. I, I think it holds up. It, I can't even place it in my modernized head. chain of strength with, with more screamier vocals. Yeah, and and kind of they're somehow screamier, but also still have a very oh. strong clarity. So, yes. Sorry, this is this you is a record cover it. that's been everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had no idea, I had no idea what this record was called. Yeah, one ten. It's not a super memorable name, but once you know it, you know it. Um, Tom, fans of chain of strength. Yeah. I liked it because I a lot of the the like this type of music at the time had the like and I'm talking about you and the straight edge and like this dude had <laughs> talk like, core like screaming yeah yes. over but like like you said it was it's still it's clear. legible it's yeah. like uh, literate like you can hear him mm-hmm. yeah so uh, one of the records of this yeah. I think if you like look it. back at the late 90s into the early 2000s as far as straight edge records this is easily one of the best full lengths 100 easily interesting and permanence even better. See, see that I can place in my head. That I can see in my head. Yeah, yeah. That, this record, it's a little. This one's a light blue cover. Or did I make that up. Gray, but with kind of bluish tones mm-hmm. in it. But I'll it's call it one. So me. Uh, Striking distance, self-titled EP. Okay, good EP. They get better from here. Yes. There's a couple peaks, and I on re-listen. I almost didn't re-listen because it's like, oh, I like this record. It's f- pretty good. Yeah, and I like the LP more, and I like the final EP even more. Um, but then I got to the song i think it's along for the ride and i was like oh shit this is everything i want in a hardcore song in 40 seconds wow and it was we'll we'll, we'll maybe rec- maybe we rec- should listen to that next we'll, week perhaps it's a um, high recommendation fuses is the last ep march to your grave is the lp so it goes what has hated uh the lp that's great the, i think classic. striking distance secretly might be like the sheer terror in terms of prodigious like Oh shit! Like people don't talk about their LPs that much or their their records that much, but they might have three of the top ten songs of this era for like moshy, hard, like angry, angry hardcore. Oh my fucking, god! Yeah, um, spit involved. Yes, blood. Breakdown: Battle Hymns for an Angry Planet. My comment: Not great. Not great. 
Kind of nobody wanted to hear it. The only the only breakdown misstep in the whole catalog. And I really I went to it again with the open mind of being like, I want to like this because I, I yeah you, know, you love with, breakdown. I love breakdown, and you know you go to blacklisted, you go to distant, um, not distant dismissed. I know what the fuck is it called? I can picture the goddamn yeah, the blacklisted EP, and then the LP is regardless. I'm gonna look it up. Vamp. Yeah, blacklisted the the two records Someone's before something there. and something. Um, like what the fuck, man? It's yeah, it's blacklisted. Uh, it's breakdown. Um, I really wanted to like this record. It's just not good. It starts off a slow song that just doesn't hit. There's a vocal effect plus minus plus minus. There we go. Um, there's a vocal effect on here that really doesn't work for me for Perlin, and I just think it's it's lost. Um, Would now be a good time with this record being the impetus to bring up how bad album art is in the year 2000. It was the most striking thing for me personally. I thought that there was so few attractive records in this collection. And anybody that is listening to the sound of my voice right now, I urge you to go check this out. You might connect with this aesthetic because it's it's from a period that you feel fondly about. But think about these as artifacts and tell me that these are good. There's examples in this era. This is also plays into the transition year because I think that aesthetically there were things changing and people looking for a new visual guide too and trying to do new visual things, some of which were fine, some of which missed really poorly, and some of it just was like, what? Remember when Aaron Turner was doing every layout? Mm -hmm. That might have gotten tired just as everything gets tired. But... I would rather that level of like, oh, it's an Aaron Turner record than the mess that is this year. So here's, here's an example, and we are going to talk about this record later. This was the original cover that's kind of weird but works in a weird way. That's the original cover for the, uh, this record. I'll show it to you in a second. Uh, that's far better. Far better. This is the original cover. So a record we're going to talk about shortly. The yeah, original, and- the redone version is this. Yeah. That sucks. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. 
On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Right? And the other one has... The other, the original cover has so much personality, and it's weird. But you go, okay, and then you have it, and it's, it looks great. And then you get to this one, and you're so like, oh, that looks like a bunch of other. So, but it's a band that we're going to talk about in a moment, and we'll, we'll get there. Us. And and I just want to say that the original cover makes me like the band more, whereas the other yes. two that I've seen, because yes. that's not the only one. That's the original from the original pressings where they're from, and like that's the real cover. That's the real art. The one over here sucks. Sucks, and it was Europe too, and that's who did it. <laughs> um, for the living, broken from the start. This is a record. I want to share how dire things were in 1999, 2000. There was a label called Punk Uprisings that I wanted to like everything they did. They did the I Hate You record. They did the Committed record. And they, they did... those comps to the Punk, up, punk yes, Uprisings? Yes, comps. they did. Yep, they were part of that. They yeah, kind of helped too. organize it. I wanted to love this band, For the Living. Yeah. It's fine. Standard. Like, like it's, it's okay. stock. As yes. Lars Ulrich would say. Yes. And it's, 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 it's just... It's a bit stock. It's par. You know what I mean? It's par. Not offensive. No, but not particularly good. And 20 years from now, will you ever think to listen to this? No. Hey. No, and I hadn't listened to it in so long. Actually, Tom found it, and I had searched for it, and I couldn't find it. And he actually dug it up, and I was like, oh, my God, because I couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, could this be a record that just doesn't exist online? And I was like, it's conceivable that it, it does, because it's just so par. Mm. Um, and... Please believe this was a band I wanted to like. I wanted to have a shirt from. I, I liked them. Yeah. I try. I was trying to like them. Uh, no warning. Demo. So they do a tour demo. These guys were in a band before this. Life. Uh, uh, no. Um, as we once were. Uh, they go a little harder. I remember seeing them. These dudes took a bus down to the last floor punch show. Final mosh. Shout out. Uh, I think that's when I first met Ben Cook and Matt DeLong. Awesome dudes. And this is where No Warning gets their start. So just like in other things, it's kind of like a little note. I don't. I can't tell you that much about the demo. I think it was pretty good. It was fine. What was on it? Any of the early seventies stuff? Uh, it's it's tracks. You can hear the tracks on the EP. The, oh. the for, they're at the back of it. It's okay. cool. It's like good. It's it's like certainly quality music. Um, Kill your idols. No gimmicks needed. LP. This is you, Tom. Is it me? I think it's Bob. Yeah. 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 Uh, not what I wanted. Really. Which love, uh, love. This is this is just the beginning. This is the beginning. Whatever it is, yeah. the the EP. It's a ten inch, and they did a CD. Uh, essentially, one of my favorite records of the year. It came out ninety eight, maybe ninety nine. I think ninety eight actually. Uh, they did a twelve inch EP before that. That was really good. Some splits, etc. I liked all of it. Mm-hmm. All good. No games came out. Needed came out. Much uh, more melodic than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah, foil cover. Um, yeah. and I know this I, one on revisiting I was like I was probably being harsh and unfair because I was an 18 year old who had high expectations this came out like probably within a month of me graduating high school that style you know what I mean it's right there at the end I remember getting it and being like oh no <laughs> this doesn't this isn't what I want and as they went on from what I understand People like this record, but it's in the middle tier of their catalog, and they're a band with a prolific catalog. Yeah, so I, I just remember. Stop, I never hear people talk st- about this. record. Stop comparing us to Negative Approach. I remember that song. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna move into some of the faster stuff really quick. So let's 
preface this real quick. Um, this is the birth of the whole like thrash core thing. Yeah. Uh, can either of you give your impressions of that? Um, I hated it at the time. Mm-hmm. I did not go to a ton of these shows, but I did go to enough that I don't feel like I'm talking out of total ignorance. No, and you lived in Albany, which is one of the places where that stuff did pretty well. Yeah, there was the Gloom Records scene. And also, I the reason I think that I was... Shout out to Gloom Records. The reason that I think I was in Pittsburgh at this time is because Total Fury, to my knowledge, was touring on this record with the oath. Does that make sense? Yes. And I saw them at, at Mr. Roboto. Yeah. That's the only reason that I was able to piece this all together. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, that was probably... a kind of fun show it was actually, a yeah. fun show and i personally never connected with this type of music i remember thinking it was goofy and i want you to think about 18 visions is goofy that look is goofy what happens next makes 18 visions look like a, like people you'd want to hang with and oh, that's a tough one and I, there um, are there are reasonable parallels to the level of extreme that the 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 far reaches of both these worlds had as far as their look, the whole bandana thrash look. Oh my god! I fucking hate to this. Waka waka everyone thing. did. Everyone did. It's even so waka even waka. people who were deeply <laughs> even people who were deeply associated with this world were like, "What the you fuck never, are you, you doing?" You were never a bandana never, guy. Never, never. We ever flip brim? Never, never, ever. Because that was big too. Right? I dressed flip the same. Brim, I literally uh, dressed the same. Right. Like I, I, made, right, I wear you were a thermal like shirt. The jock that, that people probably like. Look at this yeah. fucking guy with fucking kid dynamite shirt on, or like fucking an hoodie or something. Yeah. Um, but I didn't care because I just dressed the way I dressed. No, I was right. Fucking eleven. Um, but it was a lot like <laughs> shrugging. Like it was really sad. It was really sad. So here's the deal: 2000s a big year for that. It kind of pops. Um, so you get some big records from it. But also, like for example, what happens next is an example. Their best records were their first seven inch and their ten inch, which I would still say are cool. This year they put out their LP, which we'll get to, and it's straight up not good. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? I just want to say I'm looking at the um I'm looking at what some of the fellas and what happens next have done otherwise. Yeah. They love to joke. Yes. <laughs> they love to have fun, these guys. Yes. Yeah. I hate fun. Yes, correct. That's why there's a little like <laughs> you and Robert out. from what happens next might have a hard complex. Um but I will it's say this off some of my the craziest shows I've been to, uh, I went to Chicago Fest 2000 in the spring. I was still in high school, and uh, I th- don't know if my parents knew I was going to Chicago. They might have, actually. I might have been like, hey, I'm going to go to Chicago, okay? I'll be home for school on Monday. But that was incredible, and what happens next set was as crazy as the No Justice set, which is as crazy as the Ruination set. Yeah. It was, a lot, was actually crazier than Ruination, crazier than Limp Wrist. Crazier than a lot of things. No justice, life's hot, and what happens next sets were fucking bonkers. Like, I can't truly explain it. People all share that no justice set from their last show in DC. That was fine. If you can find video of them at that Chicago Fest, it was way crazier. It was just fucking bonkers. Here's a question mm-hmm. Have you ever seen people online, probably people like maybe 10 years younger than us, mm-hmm. do things like, like, Oh, remember, like, they're talking about their scene phase and yeah. they got photos. Like, yes. I saw this a ton with the 10 year flashback thing people were doing yep. the other day <clears throat> and saying, Oh, remember this? And they're loving it. It's so fun and goofy and they get to laugh at themselves as kids yeah. and everything. Do the thrash core guys do that? 
I don't know. I think that the ones who were in on the gimmick, like, all right, so I have dear friends who were in the bigger bands of this. They dressed the same as they do today, and they didn't dress, they didn't, they weren't flipping their caps, they weren't wearing bandanas. What about the fellow that had a bandana and then the, the flipped cap over the bandana, as I just witnessed one of these fellows? That- True story. That's the dude who, when I was with my buddy Dave from Tear It Up, when this dude stopped us on the street in a city in the Northeast that's not New York, uh, and was like, hey, we got to play some shows together, your band and mine. We gave him the wrong phone number on purpose. Yeah. That's what happened with those flip cap over the bandana guys. See, now that makes was me feel tear it up part of it. hundred percent. One of the leaders. Oh, oh, but but, not, but they weren't. They never self-ascribed. The they never self-ascribed right. thrashcore or bandana thrash because that was lame. They were like, "Yo, we're what the fuck? We're just, yeah, we're a fucking hardcore band." They they thought themselves as a hardcore Man, band. Man, yeah. I'm in such a I'm in a weird place mm-hmm. because. I want people to have fun. Okay. Particularly if you're fucking 19, I want you to have a good time. Fucking jump but off some shit. Don't be wacky. Do you guys want me to go? Just, no, that wasn't wacky. Wa- no, they weren't. Wacky just that doesn't appeal to me. That I'm nation try- wasn't I'm wacky to, at all. You know, I'm so let to... me go through this, and we'll I'll be as real as I possibly Please, can. Please, yeah. And you guys chime in, but we're getting long here, so we're gonna kind of we're gonna in the spirit of these bands go fast. Sure. Gordon Sully, motherfuckers, Power by Anthems, Volume One, Ten Inch. Uh, Good record, not great. Their live shows were crazy. People make it a bigger deal than it was. Probably Tony Urban's best band. Uh, no, Nine Shocks Terror is his best band. Yes. What happens next? Stand Fast, Armageddon, Justice Fighter. Uh, notably worse than their first 7-inch and 10-inch. When this record came out, I mail-ordered it, got it when it first got, came out, put it on the turntable, was disappointed from first jump, tried to re-listen, not better. Worse than I remember. J.R. Ewing, Calling in Dead, don't remember them at all. They were parallel to this world. No Justice, still fighting EP. Not part of the Thrashcore thing, but played plenty of those shows. Had a crazy frenetic live energy. They didn't have recorded music till the very end of their band, essentially. The live shows were so crazy that everyone still trips out about it. It was nostalgia. It was great. This record is fine. I've never heard No Justice. I've seen them. Yeah. I saw Blade Crasher. Yep. No, it's fine. It's it. fine. There's people who say, no, it's great. It's great. Yo, it's, if you want to call it good, I'll accept that. If you want to call it fine, I'll accept that. If you want to call it, eh, I'll accept that. When you say it's great, what was great was seeing them live. And that counts for a fucking out. lot. Oh, of course. It counts for a lot. These dudes went on to 86 Mentality, Desperate Measures, Line of Judah, Give. These fucking dudes did a right, lot right, after right. this. This band was amazing live. Appreciate that moment of liveness and don't don't try to make a record more than it was. Last in line, Lesercito Del Morto. Probably one of the best fast hardcore records of this time. Again, a band who wasn't totally a thrashcore band but played plenty of these shows. Uh, great example of strong Western mass scene doing a sound that makes sense. If you like Restraining Order, please go find the Last in Line Lesercito Del Morto record. You ever hear this band? No. Uh, crazy fun from that time where Western Mass was a wild place to be. Out Cold, Two Broken Hearts Are Better Than One. Fast Hardcore Record. People love this catalog. I think this might be one of their best. There's a little bit of sameness as you go through this. I believe the band has upwards of six LPs. Um, but but to the people who love them, they really love it and they appreciate and respect that. Like, hey, this band put out six records all great, and they might have more than six LPs of material. Wow. Yeah. All right, here's where we get into some of this shit. DS13, Vodvet, Om Kriget. This is your list. 
I'm going to say overrated, but go on. It's overrated. Uh, the, this is one of the biggest records of the time. The first record on Deranged Records. It is fine. There's parts of it that that are good, and then parts of it that are bad. I don't like the production on it. I don't like the drum sound. It's very inconsistent. It's really all over the place. And I dare everyone who really liked this band at this time to go back and listen to it now and see how you feel. They have other records from this year. The thir- the DS13 Thrash and Bird 6-inch, worlds apart. Way better. Mm-hmm. Way better. This might be their best record. Production's better. Vocals are better. Everything sounds better. Cohesive sound. This is the record to listen to, the Thrash and Burn 6-inch it was released as, which was a little annoying, but also in the spirit of this shit. Uh, Vodvet Om Kruget was unescapable in this world at the time, and I just don't think it holds up. Dis 13 Code 13 split, fine. It's a split. Um, <sighs> Dead Nation Painless 7-inch. Uh, this is one of the best records of this whole era. Mm. Um, it's probably... Behind, it's right there next to the Dead Nation LP as a, yo, if you like fast, fast, hardcore and Black Flag and, and kind of are curious about this kind of stuff, I would start at Dead Nation Dead End and Dead Nation Painless is right there. Don't know this record at all. It's the now, one. Dead Nation and Tear It Up were happening almost simultaneously. Dead Nation breaks up and four fifths of the band continue on. The, yes, the, the primary songwriter from Dead Nation quits. Dead Nation breaks up in. The early spring of June of uh, or like their last shows in the summer of 2000, yeah. and Tear It Up starts playing shows by fall. Demo out, demo, and then a seven inch out. The Tear It Up seven inch comes out. Their fourth show, which is I think they're oh they're they're yeah they the Dead Nation last show is at ABC No Rio in the summer. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the, my favorite shows I've ever been to. Very fun. The Tear It Up first seven inch on Havoc Records record release show is at, on Halloween of 2000. Fuck. So like three or four months later. That's crazy. Um, Teared Up Dudes are friends. have known them for a while. You've heard a few of them on this podcast. Uh, the Teared Up demo is a very rugged recording. I like it. Teared Up 7 inch is good. I prefer the 12 inch that comes out the next year, but it's a good picture of the band. I think there's certain elements of the production that I might have qualms with, but overall holds up for this genre of this this style stuff better. Ruination self-titled 7-inch. Mm. It was good. It was a Chris Callahan band before people were truly freaking out about the Chris Callahan thing, but some people already were on yeah. it from The Swarm and uh, what's the... Left, Left to, for Dead. Left for Dead and Countdown to Oblivion was the other one he was doing, I think. I think so. Uh, Peterson Army... Very good. When they came to the U.S. a year later, everyone realized how cosplay it felt. But if you like early eighties, if you like early eighties hardcore, this is as good as it gets till like government warning or like uh, the direct control stuff. How come they came over and it was like true cosplay? Like, oh. like it was like, oh shit! You guys look like you literally bought outfits. Like you did the match and find for the back of like wow. the chronic sick 12 inch or something, you know, like it was Denmark, Copenhagen. Yeah. Denmark. Yep. So, um, total fury, fury, 13 songs. This is the record we were talking about the layout. The original cover is awesome. I believe the coalition reissue cover. Sucks. Yes, that's what it is. And it does. Yeah, that sucks. sucks. Um, this is a surprisingly good record. Uh, I remember seeing them 
uh, thinking it was fun, not thinking much else. Seeing them, I saw them on that tour at ABC, and I don't know if it played Jersey, but if it did, I saw it. But the show at ABC was super fun. Roboto Project sh- doesn't get talked about, but that was like a spot. Should a get talked about. Should, yeah. yeah. Um, th- uh, so this band uh, does a rare thing. We talk all the time about how bands don't even bother trying to sound like Minor Threat. Mm-hmm. There are parts on this record that sound like Minor Threat, or yeah. at least as close as, any- as anybody gets. Yeah. And I really, really thought it was I, on this list, and I was really impressed. Saw them with the oath on this this year; they were great. Saw them several years later in California at the Smell, and was incredible live show. No shit. Great, great, great energy. Um, okay, going quickly through the rest of this. Think I care? Draw the line. Seven inch. Uh, they went back to the SSD Exclaim catalog. Uh, with a touch of infest and it worked really well this isn't the record though no 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 the the record is disputed but it comes later and this just to tell you thing i care starts early yeah um big shout out to don austin their self-titled seven inch and one of our listeners larry what up uh i like this record it was cool gate crashers louder than any volume ep first record on uh parts unknown these are dudes who went on to do piss jeans okay uh some of them had been in uh oh gate crashers yeah um, notable because of where they end up. These dudes were like early 80s hardcore fans. Um, Haymaker, love the music, hate the kids. That whole thing was overrated. I was going to say, I listened for this episode. Uh, it's I more w- about the show. I want to like it because I like the trolley gimmick of the it. The spe- spectacle. Sort of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Limpress, don't knock till you try it demo. Fine. Uh, live, it was very different um, and challenging people in a way, you know. This is the dude from Crudos who in this world was like... God. Yes. And it's hard to say that, but he was he's a big deal and he did a lot. Sure. And so it was kind of interesting. Rambo, no circle puts in heaven. That shit sucked. And this was the dude with the flipped up hat and bandana. Um, it was fun and it was silly. And like credit to them for doing what they did in Philly. And they had their own little world, but it also was... Not my it, world. No, and and it felt as, as much as some people might be like, come on, man, it's inclusive. I think it was very exclusionary in the... Yo, what, what, man? You're not wacky. You're not wacky, and if you weren't wacky, you weren't, oh, you weren't uh, worth I'm, with the world. Straight up, I was a, I was a uh, hundred pounds at this time, and Rambo much more alienating to me than Fury of Five ever was. Sure, yeah. Right, I mean, right. So take that. Okay. Forward, anything forward. on that stuff you guys want to talk about in the spirit of it? It's done. Done. Fast. Fast. You guys talk about this next one. Well, so this is the this is the um, how do I be gentle? This is the. Older bands, aging, division. aging uh, and and doing a few records. Ignite a place called home. Anything on it, Tom? Who sold out now? This is their worst record. Yes, by far. <laughs> no, except maybe their newest one. I haven't heard. I haven't heard the new one, but the one before that was actually quite good. The one before this, I believe, is um, not calling my brothers. Our Call darkest days. Our darkest days is after this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one before Our the new one. Days, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the new one, but the yeah. dark, our darkest days, good record. Yep. Okay. This is yeah. This Who's is sold now, now is the only song you would know, and it's funny and terrible and yeah. great all at the same time. Amendment eighteen, all my heroes are dead. I actually like this when it came out. It's aggressive. I, I wanted, I liked it because I, I wanted to like it. it was X Chorus? Yep. Hartsfield from uh, Outspoken. Yeah, New Age. Uh, pretty, pretty good at the time. I don't know that it's held up. It doesn't. But like, if you, I wanted to like it a lot too. If you, cool name. Yeah. If, if you like something like uh, Unbroken, but we're, we're going into the heavier world of um, HopeCon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, this, this, this could be there. This is right there. Yeah, okay. Sick of it all, yours truly. Uh, not a piece of trash. Not a piece of trash. Not? Four or five really good songs. Not a piece okay. of trash. 
Okay. I toured with them on this record too, so it's kind of. But like, there's some songs in here that you're like that no they don't play anymore. Yep. That no one will ever. But like, they're okay. If you listen to it, and you'd be like, all right, I get it. I think there's lower points in the Sick of It All catalog. Mm, okay. By far, yes. Have you, either of you hear, heard Downset Check Your People? Come on, my dude. Come of course on. he has. Come on, up here. Of that you actually I, hit, really? right? Of course I fucking have. One. He just got pumped. That's is just it good? terrible. That fucking sucks. Okay, good. It's terrible. That's official The record before run. this was le- less offensive. Okay. I, I, none of it holds up. None of it. It's Bad Range Against the Machine. Yeah, none of yeah, it holds so up. There you go. Cro-Mag's Revenge. This is a bitter record, man. Revenge is no joke. This is a bitter fucking so record. So this is just Harley in Paris. Did you revisit this at all? Uh, I had a friend make me a mix of some of the more pop punk songs off this record called No Mags. Maybe we'll share that. Okay. Um, I have not revisited this in quite some time. Ooh. Might be the third best Chrome Mags record. Wow. Praise. You like this better than Alpha and Omega and... Near Death. Near Death. Okay. And better than... Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad record. Okay. I, I just d- remember seeing them on the tour and it being like rough. You, you, oh, it's cringy. Yeah. The album cover plus promo material is burned into your skull. Yes. Burned. Just Harley and it Paris just, looking into looking the camera. Looking at you. Red. Looking at you. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, uh, the only thing I like about it is how focused it is on like street justice. <laughs> it's like really fixated on, on like gonna get my revenge shit. It's fucking good. I think it's a motif Harley's pretty good with. Yeah, no, he is. He's uh, the John Wick of this shit. Jesus Christ. Creep Division self-titled. Don't anything this on this it was members of good riddance, good riddance and, craig ahead and craig ahead and you don't like it no i have one friend who people loves ride it. for the shit ken's loves he also toured it though it doesn't count yeah true okay there you go vision watching the world burn as a huge vision fan and with all the respect in the world no no, no. this is okay Turning point discography. We've, ta- to we've talked at great length. This is the most responsible thing for reigniting interest in a in a band that I've ever seen in my life. 100%. To be followed up only second place with Unbroken. It's getting tougher to, to say, say the, the right things, things which, which also came out this year. Kind of an odds and ends EPs collection that really was a EPs good timing. Yes, are so stuff great people love that yes. that this is yeah. And these and two some crap on there too though. They're garbage. Yes. Zero but, hour on that stuff. But these records made these bands pop again. Yes. You think so? 100%. Turning point, point there's no doubt. Turning point, 100%. There's no doubt. Unbroken, it's qu- I, I'm curious. I don't think so. Do you I think, think so. there was... Life, I mean, Love, Regret, and fucking the Circus 77 was still out there. You couldn't get Turning Point stuff. Life, okay, Life, Love, Regret, I give you, there was always the kid in the sweatshirt at every show. Yes. Yes, yes. for sure. But maybe I'm just saying because this is where Unbroken won me and my friends over. Right. But this only yeah. has like five worthwhile songs. But those five songs are quite yeah, good. That's Amazing. Yeah. But like I, they weren't out of print long enough for this I think to be this useful. Turning Point record only has fucking four good songs. So but it has everything. Yeah. All true. Uh, let's just make this quick. E-Town Coming, the second coming. E-Town Coming, E-Town the Concrete. second. E-Town coming, where the coming second concrete. concrete. Where, are they, yeah. where are they coming? Um, Anywhere they want, apparently. Yeah. Uh, okay. E-Town Concrete, the second coming. Uh, Decent record. Not the best of their catalog, but fine. I struggled on this listen. Yeah? Oh, you were talking about, is he, are these jazz notes? There, There is yes. guitar parts on this that, look, if you think that bands like E-Town have no talent, you're wrong. It's just misguided. Does anyone say E-Town doesn't have talent? Well, I think that there's a stereotype. Like, look, speaking plainly, I think Fury of Five and E-Town get lumped into a similar thing. Sure. E-Town 
is it fair to say are better players? Sure. Is that fair? No. You don't, oh, really? Those fairy dudes were fucking ripped. I think that E-Town is... They didn't play fucking jazz parts. Both are competent, for sure. I think that Fury was just going for something very different. E-Town was was showcasing chops more than Fury was. Fury was looking to... uh, Mosh. Break chops. Yes. And I I think that this... I honestly think that this E-Town record, though not great, really demonstrates a weird variety of influences. So if you're a music nerd that is like, what the fuck are these guys on? It might be interesting. Does it honk? Tom, you don't think it honks? I don't think it honks. But I'm a low-key... I, like, I enjoy... Speed you like it, Tom. Do you think it honks? I'm not going full honk. It fucking honks. <laughs> All right. Um, it, at least Renaissance has mandibles. Uh, the ge- Degenerics, Generica. Don't know this at all. Okay. Uh, it's of the New Jersey bands. They were a New Brunswick band, New Brunswick staple. Almost never escaped that. There's few people who hear this and really love it. Uh, they do some interesting stuff. Uh, they big. start, yeah, in, in New Jersey, yeah. like in central like Jersey. Arts. Right. Never quite got as big as the Earth, no. but, but did, like, these dudes were filling basements in New Brunswick for the late 90s. Post, you know what? Post mid 90s, like all these, like, New Brunswick basement shows, yo, know, this was the most popular New Brunswick basement band. They said dudes did very well. Did they go on to anything? No. Uh, but this band has a kind of cult status. If you have not heard Generica, you should check it out. I think Don Giovanni re- Records reissued it. It was re- originally released by Dead Alive. Um, played mostly faster stuff, but but musically is very eclectic. So I think, Patrick, you could actually find something in this you like. Ink and Dagger, self-titled. This is the Buddyhead record, as it's commonly referred. Pretty terrible. Jumped off. A, I jumped off before this and yeah, made this a mistake. It. Did you get but- into fine art? Yeah, oh, no. Uh, so Fine art's great. Fine art on that revisit. Yes, you liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the record that the compilation thing is, but I think that it's quite good. This, I don't recall ever having any respect for. It's, it's just like electronic shit in this, isn't there? It's a lot. just not good, yeah. It's a lot of electronic yeah. shit. All right, this, this section I'm much less familiar with. Orchid, Dance Tonight, Revolution Tomorrow. You've seen the album art for this? Yes, everyone has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like this at all. Nah, no. Shout out to Will, but I don't like this at all. What's it like? Spazzy. Yeah. But not not spazzy like the band, spazzy like the emotion. Yes. Yes. Okay. We played Virginia Beach with Orchid. Blood for Blood. And Blood for Blood. Yeah. Orchid was not psyched on either of our bands. Mm. And I feel like we were closer to Orchid than we are to Blood for Blood. They were not having it. They they maybe didn't agree with you. <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> saw, saw them in Charleston, hated it. Yeah. Um Therefore, Charleston sucks. Next to comment. Jerome's Dream, seeing means more than safety. And then they did three splits. Jerome's Dream, Orchid Split. Jerome's Dream, Usurp Synapse, Usurp Synapse yeah. Split. And Jerome's Dream, the 1 a.m. radio split. Jerome's Dream. <laughs> this is considered the golden era of Jerome's Dream before they put out the LP that everybody thinks is pure ass. Is that um, the new thing? No. No. They the did new, a the new one I think people actually like. Yes. The... the there was one that like tanked their career. It's just it was, and imagine tanking your career when you're a fucking screamo band. It, yeah, I mean, ta- it, it takes was work. Their career? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is a band from Connecticut. Are they? Apparently, from from learning about them, yeah, <laughs> because I was un- I was unfamiliar you. with them existing. I just knew the name. Yeah, like I think I had heard the name. I'd see. You know what? I saw the CD in the Generation. Used yes, yes. Yes. So. Um, I think about this is there's probably many times when me and Patrick were both 
lone weirdos at Generation who didn't know each other oh, being uh, lone weirdos. That, you know what? I bet that was very much the case. Might have passed each other a million yeah, times. Which is great. So they put out um, a record in 2001 called Presence that I don't know a single human being, even with all of the fucking... Oh, and it appears that uh, Kurt actually uh, recorded I think he did uh, some more than one of the records. Yeah. So check this out. Of all the revisionism that I've ever seen, I've never seen anybody defend this. Ever. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, apparently the singer would sing with no microphone he yeah, would well, just scream and yeah, they, so they play sure. really short sets so all right sure. cool all right next okay, moving on gehenna <laughs> negotium perambulans and tenebris i learned latin to make stupid titles for my band yeah i'm dramatic any feelings on this one way or the other zero is this the gehenna or because there's two gehennas so. there's the like mike cheese gehenna let's see and then there's this might black be the, metal this gehenna. might be the metal gehenna this so, might be the metal game. Because then if it's that, then I got nothing. I got nothing. But if it's way. Mike Cheese, I don't got anything either. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I right. mean, I knew old Mike Cheese, but I don't know 2000 Let's see, Let's see this. According to this, no, you're right. And you know what, though? There was, maybe that was the, the discrepancy. There is a Gehenna, the Mike Cheese Gehenna record called Murder. No, <laughs> that's the metal. This is the metal <laughs> one. <laughs> That, I mean, if you were like, it's called murder. Go, I know. That's, that's why I'm right. like, yo, let's yeah, just real let's quick. See. Let's make this regardless. Let's make this the, the sum up here. Um, at a certain time, there was a band called, called Gehenna that everybody talked about in the same way they talk about No Justice. Uh, yes. Nobody was listening for the tracks. Everybody was there for the antics. Also, Gordon Soleil, motherfuckers, you could say, was might have fallen into the same Absolutely. haymaker. F- haymaker. Yeah. So everybody, these are stunt bands. Uh, Rambo, these are stunt bands. I, so Bob wasn't kidding. If you're this 19, is Negotium Parambolums and Tenebris is the Mike Cheese. Gang. Okay. Yeah. If you're 19 and you don't understand, when Bob said Rambo made paper mache, I said that. Oh, okay. They, yeah, they made like cardboard, like here, like they're coming in on a fucking yes. helicopter. Yes. Okay. So everybody, that's not Tom being silly. Being silly. That's being real. That's they, they a, would, that actually happened. They would dress up as church as Rambo. Yeah. And and sort Re-enact of and have friends dress up as other things, and then they would all smash cardboard stuff and do walls of death into each other while dressed up in cardboard outfits. Sounds stupid. It, no, it is. But here's the thing. People loved it. I around this time, Bob. I don't know if you and I did this. I would. I think Paul and I we bought um, the airsoft guns. Yeah. Uh, the the ones that they used to be able to get in yeah. Chinatown yeah, that looked yeah. like you could just fucking rob a liquor store with yes. them. Yeah. Uh, and we would just put on goggles and go shoot each other and run each other around the house shooting each other in yes. the neck and face. To me, that's no different than Rambo. <laughs> so I have no. to defend Rambo. But, it, but you weren't yes, charging correct. people. Well, and I like. We <laughs> <laughs> no, weren't paying five bucks. To that's a fact. You but, know what? If there was a good five buck, here's some airsoft gun and go shoot each other. You might do that. It's just, do you want that in your hardcore? No, not that's, that's that's no. that's the question. All right, um, we're gonna go to Equal Vision. Okay, let's do it. You didn't. When did you work at EVR? When I came back from college. Okay, so you were, so it's later. Okay. Yeah, it was before their move, though, so I don't know what year that okay. was. Okay. One King Down, Gravity Wins Again. Uh, okay. Um, this is recorded poorly. Otherwise, might have uh, been a nice return to form for yeah. the band. Um, it, but because it's recorded poorly, and when I say poorly, it's just flat. Like, there's nothing to fucking pump you up. These these tracks fall flat. I have to imagine the band was disappointed. Derek's out of the band at this point. That might be right. And I think, who is the guitar player? Mike? Bill? No, not the Sco- not a Scoville. There's the Scovilles and the then Brown? there's Wood? Wood, Matt Wood. Yeah, okay, there you go. He ended up playing drums. 
Yeah, they became a four-piece, right? Correct. This isn't bad. No. And from what I remember, the CD and the digital version has the first One King Down EP on it. Yes, it does. Absolve. But not the Rob's not on it. No, uh, Bill Brown. J- yeah, yeah what Bill is a Brown. Weir- That's a weird look. Is am I crazy? Yeah, but you gotta you gotta pad these things, my dude. But to put out a return <laughs> like, hey, I'm back. You don't 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 pay attention to God loves man kills. Yes, but also here's this thing that doesn't include the, our current singer. Yeah, I love that's it. weird. I, What's I, your feelings on Gravity once again? Do you, like is is it cool to you? Do you like it? These tracks would be. The first two would uh-huh. be very good tracks. So Hasp is good. Yeah, yeah, very good One King Down tracks if these weren't recorded uh, like poorly. Shit, right. okay. um, N- not as big room metalcore yeah. as Bloodlust. Yeah. Fair? Yeah. Uh, no one's moshing to this. No one's singing along to this. This tilted slightly into Converge Land. Slightly. Correct. And that was, I think, a big problem with him because he was like trying to be Jake and there's only one Jake. Mm. I mm. think he also wants to be... Um, Steve Austin. Steve Austin. He does. Stone not Cold. the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Stone Cold. Not Stone. Not Cold Stone. Steve no, yeah. Austin. Cold, Cold Stone. Stone. <laughs> That's what Mike Tyson called him. What's up, Cold Stone? <laughs> Steve Austin. That's um, awesome. But yeah, I think like these songs are cool on record. Yes. Do not pop live. Don't live. Land Same live. thing with God Love Man Kills. Yeah, there's some tracks on God's God Loves Man. Kills. I like John Peter's voice. So do I. But that doesn't go. Yeah. The Strider, Masquerade, and the Key of Crime. Yo. Punched a lot of holes in these CDs or what? Punched a lot. Uh, no, these sold. Yeah. Uh, so. I can picture the cover. Yes, yeah, me too. Running down the street. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's yep. goofy as shit. Looks stupid, but. Are you guessing this? Uh, no, right? He was in Op Mop on the Might of Princess. Yeah, no, I, I don't that. think he was in Strider. I thought he was, Someone I knew was in Strider. I they were Long Island. Was this was Strider a bit like. Um, like a Save, save the Day? day? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so everybody. I'm not going to tell you that this is a hidden gem. I don't know the record enough. But I will say that at the time, people who liked did well. Saves the Day liked well. really yes, liked yeah. the Strider. And they, they did full touring. They were on that circuit that was like them. And they kind of played in the world that bands like that band Midtown played. Yep. So it was like Sub Saves the Day. But it's like, they might pop. And they certainly have fans. So. Yep. All right. Uh, until the end, self-titled EP. I destroyed thousands of this Really? Record. Yeah. Hard. Is this their biggest record? 100%. Or, yeah. yeah. It has the... Pull the trigger. Pull the uh, trigger. No, yeah. yeah, put the barrel yeah. down your throat. Is uh, this the one you have CDs of still in your garage? I get. I threw them away about a month ago. Okay, yeah. Hundreds. Do you fuck with it? No, it's not that good. Okay. It's cool. I mean, it's, it's heavy. It's, 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 Is there, it's Throwdown yeah. with two Ooh. singers. Uh, it's actually better than Throwdown. Four to Throwdown. It's 100%. Be- better than Throwdown Agreed. at this time. Yeah. 100%. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah, football's getting good. The Hope Conspiracy self-titled three-song EP on Life Records. I don't even know this one. Not that first, I think it's their first thing. But then gets the LP, The Hope Conspiracy, Cold Blue. Cold Blue, coming for you. That's what Justin used to always do. <laughs> that was his impression. He'd never would listen to HopeCon, but he'd be, like, he'd be like, when we'd see Kevin break, he'd be like, Cold Blue, coming for you. And it sounds like Kevin. Listen to me. Have either of you ever met anybody that cared about piecemeal? No. Uh, probably your boy Lil' Chris. Oh, he Jesus. has a framed piecemeal poster in his house. No, don't respect that, Tom. Don't 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 don't, 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 don't do that. Don't people don't, like them. Back don't then. encourage. I never met anybody like them. Come on. Piecemeal is one of the bands when I give the example of like I've mentioned like yo I I when I was young I was like the idea of like heavier metal influenced hardcore bands 
especially straight edge ones, but like a lot. I, I Peaceful was one of the ones I checked out and was like, fuck, man, this shit sucks. No tracks there. So anyways. Uh, HopeCon, however. HopeCon, tracks. Track. Yes. Cold Blue. I think this record deserves more attention than it gets just from a specific audience. I think people who like fast hardcore, if you were too knee deep in the list I blew through, you, would uh, never have given this a you may not have given this a chance. But when you do, you'll be like, oh, okay. You might See, find my some thought is the people value. that are clamoring for a HopeCon reunion, maybe I'm wrong, but I think this and the EP after this is what they're looking for. They are, yeah. Yes. But now people were like, you're out of your mind. People want Death Knows Your Name. I think you're fucking crazy. I saw them on Death Knows Your Name. There were fucking 40 people there. People yes, do like Death Knows Your Name posthumously. It's a good record. But I think that they've had the chance for that and what they want is Cold Blow. I would guess. And that EP I'm after with, it, I'm which is that. awesome. Is. No Love Goes Unpunished, or, or no, File 03. File 03. And, and, and then I think the LP after that is quite good, too. Endnote. Yeah, you're great. the biggest Endnote yeah. fan I've ever met. Yeah, Endnote's good. You love it. I was shocked how good it was. You were on it? I sang up, me and Justin sang backups on it. That's cool. And that's when we, we recorded that, and then uh, the dude, uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude that recorded. Urkel. No, uh, he was in Wrecking Crew. Dean. Dean Baltonis. Was like, yeah, I'm recording this band from Toronto. Mm. Like they're, you know, we're piecemealing it together, and it was no fucking, warning. it was ill blood. Yep. Oh no shit. He's like, it's cool. It's not like biohazard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna make a quick segue into Boston to lead directly to Huntington Beach. We're gonna start with the Explosion, who released two EPs in a full length. Blows my mind. Self-titled LP, self-titled EP. Don't remember it all. LP on Jade Tree. Flash, flash, flash. I like it. It's a little bit corny. Yeah, could you do me a favor? Yeah. Never talk to me about the explosion. No, you don't want to hear about <laughs> it. Huh? I don't want to hear about it. Okay. What, what, did, when's the last time, you, what's we'll last time you, you, you listened to them? Uh, maybe five years ago. Okay. It's flash, flash, flash. It's cool. It's okay. a cool, like, you know. It's, it, the problem is, punk. yes, it's like, the problem is it's glossy, 77 punk, street punk influenced, yeah. poppier punk. So if you don't have the, if you can't just listen and be like, oh, this is nice. If Bay City Rollers makes you unreasonably angry, mm-hmm. you're not going to like that. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I only know that. What's the hit? The, yeah, yeah, uh, back in the... Blah, blah. It, they, the riff is literally American Girl by Tom Petty. Yeah, I'm out. Mm-hmm. It's, my, it's not on this record. It might no, be, it's not. It's yeah. later. Yeah. The Flash, Flash, Flash is the only explosion record I like. But I do like, wow, this game's about to get interesting. Um the EP they put on out of Revelation, not because I like it, but because it's called Steal This. Steal This. You want to tell the story of why it's called Steal This? Uh, so what's the deal? The former members Clause of Twenty One. Former members was it of In My Eyes? In My Eyes. Former members of In My Eyes who were a Revelation band. Uh, it, it was standard contractual uh, clause uh, number twenty one, I believe, which oh, I had you, you strike from your contract. Okay, uh, so right, everybody. This was very normal at one time, uh, and you heard bands complain right of about first this. refusal. And right of first refusal was the idea. This is archaic to many of you. Uh, where if you signed to a record label to protect their investment in you, in the case that you broke up, they owned or had, pardon me, had the right to, they had to. If you didn't fulfill your contract, yes. if you had a three record deal and you did one or you did two, um, they actually had the right to sign your next band before you had the opportunity. With to or do without your else, consent. Without, with or without your consent because you owed them a record. Um, that is what happened here. Uh, the explosion was not happy about it. I believe they went in and recorded a record in a day of basically throwaway tracks and 
called it Steal This, and the art was essentially just like, yeah, we have this stuff. Here it is. Boom. There you go. Uh, oh, you want this record? Cool. You'll have it Monday. It's Friday night. In the world of things to get out of a contract, the Drowning Man record stands out. The, the, like, There's things that people do to fuck their label. I mean... They they lit that they lit that story, they made that story public at the time. Mm-hmm. As an eighteen year old, I knew that story. Yep, wasn't Right Brigade the last one kind of a, a make good? Well, so Right Brigade, it was more okay. Uh, Jesse, correct me if you want. Somebody clipped this and send it to him. Um, right Brigade had broken up, kind of unknowingly, as one member was kicked out. The singer was not happy about that, so he's like, fuck this. I'm not doing this band anymore. I quit. But I'm not really going to tell the other members of the band, per se. Ultimate respect. And they also have agreed they want to do this record on Rev because they were on Rev because the fast break thing and Rev wasn't being dickish about it, but they were kind of like, yo, we'd love to do the record with Right Brigade. And everybody was like, that'd be cool. Let's do it. But they were already kind of done. And you could... Even the dude who wasn't told the band was breaking up could read the writing on the wall like, oh, this is this is grinding to a halt, sure. right? So, uh, yeah, that wasn't it wasn't a toss away. But if you listen to the Right Brigade LP and think it's as good as the EP or demo, you're fucking on crack. Mm. S- signed, a high level Right Brigade super fan. So, steal this <laughs> is the first explosion record. Yeah. I think I don't know the timing on it, but I believe that there might have been an EP that came out or was coming out and on like, whoa, 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 Jade whoa. Tree. Yes, and then it was like, oh, we already have this LP. We're ready to roll with on Jade Tree. Blah right. blah blah. And so, steal this was all right. Fine, let's go. Fine, you want this? Fine. Um, how things change. So, diving into Revelation from there. Yes, please. If it's, let's say pass, if we got nothing on it. Hymns a groundbreaking ceremony. Pass. This is terrible. They got better with uh, with Pettibone. Yeah. This is like, unless, it's like, the singer's like, I'm quirky. Ooh. This is fun. I remember hearing this and be like, oh no. Oh. But then when they got Pettibone, they got so much better. Drowning Man, Rock and Roll Machine. Drowning Man, How They Light Cigarettes in Prison. Uh, the f- so much better than I remember. Drowning Man has moments for sure. If you are into metalcore and you like the stuff that became Dillinger Escape Plan, Ask, etc., this is that pre this is contemporaries of Converge. It's worth checking out. They brick when they try singing, but otherwise it, there's moments. Fair Tom? 100%. Okay. Let a more rock converge. Yeah. Ooh. Game face always on. I am a game face stan. Oh, okay. I love game face. Okay. Let's hear I have it. nothing. Really? I have nothing either. No shit. Yeah. Um, love it. This record's not their best, but they have there's a couple of tracks on this record. Um the one before this every the record last time. before this I think was much bigger. Yes. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm a huge game face mark. Okay. Garrison a mile in cold water? Not a thing. Cool. Mm. Okay. Good record. Not familiar. The movie life this time next year. Not a thing. I love it. A, wow. A secretly love. huge record on Revelation. Yeah, I don't doubt 100% that. love the movie life. Yep. I fuck with them heavy. You like Saves the Day? You never heard this? You like stuff on Run for Cover? You never heard this? Fuck Go man. hear this record. Oh, if you're into the like slightly poppier leaning stuff that isn't pure trash. This is hardcore pop punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. These are like the OG, like the one of the OG like his they're hardcore kids in a, in a pop punk band. Yes, yep. correct. <laughs> 
The Judas fast Factor, Kiss Suicide. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not as good as Ballads of Blue China. Exactly right. Agree. Um, agree on all points. Ballads of Blue China, I really like. There's a, a song or two on this that are... It's cool. Yeah, like nobody talks about Judas Factor more than the three of us. Yes. Fact. And uh, <laughs> um, they're the lost gem in the Rob Fish catalog. Check it out. Elliot Falls Cathedrals. Incredible. Is Another it, secretly huge revelation. Record. Is it? Because I feel like they, no one gave a fuck when they were around. Huge. It's now. No it's shit. Now really well. Fuck. And huge. If this really? ba- If this hit band had stuck around doing uh, consistent stuff, they we would regard them in a yes. totally different way. Yes. Right now, nobody regards them. Would no. have been filling big rooms in these like atmospheric. They'd music, be on like, fucking run for cover and <sighs> part of the like if they had stuck around five years, or they would have been later. on big indies. Yeah, they yeah. would have been on big you indies. Think they'd merge, been the Matador, band, Matador band or something. Something like that or bigger. And like, I'm trying to think of these bands who had big moments. The Russian circles have a big moment. I'm trying to think. Fake no. big like, moment. No. Fake okay. You know moment. what? Big, though, you know what? Okay. More this explosion, explosion in the, the sky. sky. Exactly. Wow. Like, not to their size, but they could have been playing similar rooms. Uh, and finally, the days, Nerve Agents, Days of the White Owl. Went my, went my whole life thinking I hated this. It's good. Listened. Really like it. It's, it's hardcore AFI. I really like this. Uh, to have this much character in your voice and not be annoying is a, is a miracle. You go Nerve Agents or Redemption? Wow. Um, I'm doing Eric Ozen bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it goes, Fuck. Tough. <sighs> I prefer first. to do records for me, but sure. but if I did records, I go Redemption eighty seven LP, uh-huh. Nerve Agents first EP, the twelve inch EP self titled, uh-huh. then Nerve Agents Days of the White Owl, and then all then, Guns then all Guns Poolside, then the th- Butterfly Nerve Agents record, the Got third it. LP. Um, I might go Nerve Agents more because of how many times I probably saw the Nerve Agents fifteen to twenty times. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, and I. The Redemption A7 reunion, two good Nerve Agents, Redemption A7, Eric Ozian related stories. One, maybe, I'll make it three. One, uh, Redemption A7 reunion in the Bay Area in 2004 or five uh-huh. was probably the best reunion show I ever saw. Really? Yeah, it's that or Youth of Today in 1999. Uh-huh. That It was that good. Um and they were dead on. Wow. And there was no weird expectation of afterwards they're going to do more. That was it. They did two shows. Boom. That was it. Gilman? It was great. Uh, I think Gilman was one, and I saw them at the Pound, uh, which I, was okay. right down by yeah, yeah, the yeah. dock. Um, two, when this record was up for pre-order, I was still in high school. I remember going around to all my friends because we all loved the Nerve Agents, and I remember calling Revelation and being like, hey, we all love this band. We need to order this. We want to order these records. I want to order nine uncolored vinyl. Can you make that happen? <laughs> the mailer, whoever was doing it was like, okay, yeah, we can do that. Just put the little note that you talked to me and we'll make that happen. So I got nine of them. By the time I actually got the records, like three or four people didn't want them and I had no problem having four of these records <laughs> uncolored because they were right away valuable. Um, three, Ergozine, one of the nicest, coolest, most interesting dudes who I got to know while I worked at Revelation. Oh, that's awesome. Very, Very cool. cool. Like comic books very much. Um, all right, fuck. We have a lot of stuff to get through. We're gonna go. Let's quick go through here. the Jace stuff. We're, uh, let's do a Jace, and then we'll do the crust boom, and then kind of call it a day. Um, a Jace, Cave and Jupiter. 
Best Caven record. Best Caven record. Strong disagree, but it can't be overstated how important this was. I love Very the metalcore good. stuff more. Yeah, but this is the most coherent cave like Caven record. The the best pivot. The best record where people were like, uh, "Until your heart stops" is classic. Then pivots to a completely different sound, and somehow people are like, "Oh, this record's classic." Yeah, I don't know how many people say that who are the same person, but I'm one. It, it was it was good. <laughs> AFI, the art of drowning. Please never talk to me about this. Um, great, great punk record. I like them a lot. Drops out for me. I'm a Black Sails dude, and maybe so I like everything be- after Black Sails and after. Yeah, Black Sails only. I'm like Black Sails and All Hallows, and that's it for me. And I guess some of the radio hits, they're fine. Sam I Am, Astray. My favorite Sam I Am record. I honestly, I was excited to listen to it and didn't get an opportunity before we went to air. Okay. Because I, I don't really know Sam I Am. I know that the drug church oh. dudes adore it. Worship, yeah. yeah. What do you think of it? No, didn't I, had, I didn't get an opportunity. Oh, you didn't get a chance? Oh, okay. Maybe we'll listen to it. Jets to Brazil, Four Cornered Night. I don't know this record at all. Me neither. It's cool. I, I, it's fine. Jets to Brazil, Orange Rhyming Dictionary, one of my favorites. Same. Pedro the Lion, Winners Never Quit. No no clue. Good. Yeah. Not not their best. Not the best. Avail, One Wrench. Not the Good, best. Good, not right. their best. Yeah. And not not their best. Not their best from the early period or then uh, what is the record after this? Over the James? No. Is Over the James this, after this? this? Oh, I this thought is after. Over the James is before this. Oh, okay. Before over this, the James is third. This You're right. Is, uh, front Porch Stories. Oh, okay. Rancid, self-titled. A big record. No. It's a flop. Was this a flop? This was. I knew lots of people loved it. It goes out. It goes this. Then out come the wolves. Or out no, come out the come the wolves is ninety four. Oh, right. Really? Out come the wolves. Then there was time won't wait. Yep. This is like their crust band. Yeah, like, they're more hardcore. It's here, so yeah. fast, and it's not. There's no. It help, didn't help, pop. Help it didn't pop popularity. What's the album, What's the album? Black and white skull and crossbones. Rancid, 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 rancid. It's a rancid, fucking rancid, crust. Oh. They're 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 shot at like crusty punk yeah. interesting that they would do that after becoming successful well, like many hardcore kids sold me tried to sell me on this and I was like I don't care yeah. you and might like, actually no, dig it now I probably would dig it more but not yet yeah uh, propaganda propagandi today's empires tomorrow's ashes top tier record that uh, this might be my favorite propaganda record yes Please never talk to me about propaganda. You know. <laughs> Don't blame me. That record's really good, though. This one's great. Everybody, everybody likes this one. The ones before it, fine. Yeah, they're funny. They're Some cute. kooky. Yeah, cute. Wait a minute, Dad. Did you really say your freedom? <laughs> well, if you're dumb enough to vote, then you're dumb enough to totally believe them. I mean, it's okay. Rec- a message to you, Rudy. Fuck you, Rudy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But after this, I, I was gone. Wait, you, yeah. you don't listen to anything after this? No. Oh, really? Like Potemkin Nights or whatever the no, fuck? No, Supporting Cast, which is a few years later. Yeah. Maybe two records after this? Cast? Uh, cast. C-A-S-T-E? Isn't that like cast system? Yeah, in the case. C-A-S-T-E. C-A-S-T-E. So it is cast. Supporting cast. It's a, it's a play on words. You're, no, it, no, I get it. Okay, so... <laughs> um, it's a play on words. To this record, supporting cast, and I want to say either the new one or the one from two ago, I don't know how many records they've had, all fantastic guitar punk records. You know that shit that you and I both don't have an interest in, say... Um, uh, a good riddance no, yeah. Not good riddance give, give me some What's the more guitar-y stuff uh, um, No use for it nah. Yeah Mill and Con I don't know The guitar so like tacky guitar The guitar oh, stuff oh, Like guitar oh, punk Yeah 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 Okay I don't like any of it Right This Drives The entire time This fucking rules Tom When you get a chance Try to text Patrick And see where he is I'm not sure <laughs> Yeah I don't know what happened okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Newfound Glory record. Self-titled And Newfound Glory From the screen To your stereo if I put I them think, both For a if reason If I think too hard About from the screen To your stereo 
I'll jump out this fucking Look, everyone, when you put out a record, and it's essentially your first record, and it's an EP of covers, it's clear you want to play stadiums. People were eating the shit up like it was fucking licorice like in a dog bowl. They were like... like blah, 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 blah. What's that? It's like their third record. What's, what's, I don't... They had a record. They did a record. First. What is... All right. They had... Then they had the one that was huge. I think that's self-titled. Yes. This was like around. This is an then. EP that just predated it. They still do like they just put one out. They like just put last one year. Out. Look, oh, they're yes, three or four. Like. So here's here's the they did a they did you're right they did waiting which is like self released ish nothing gold can stay on eulogy that did very well then no newfound glory the self title this is the big one where it's on drive through slash MCA right and then the. Uh, from the screen to your stereo, which is all covers, yeah. including their very big one, which was the Karate Kid yeah. theme song. Yeah. Okay, so check it out. I don't have anything bad to say about these people. I don't know them. I nice I, I don't know. Actually, to be honest, I don't know really much of their music. But from your screen to your st- from your screen to your stereo is the type of thing. Th- this is sub Rambo to me as an idea, and yeah. I don't want it. I don't it's think it's so nostalgic. Yeah. 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 They 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 hammered it home. Chad was always a super nice dude to me, and was a very good guy. Uh, I, I met the band at least once or twice, and they were all very, actually, very friendly, nice guys. That's so. what I hear from everybody that's toured with them. Um, I, I just, I hate the this bass thing. player has a look that I think like, was oh, almost standard issue. Like, hey, if you got somebody in your band, you got like a couple good-looking guys. You need one who looks a little bit tougher, and then you need one that the like. He's the, the like He's goobery fun. kid who doesn't have a shirt that fits right or like has bad teeth Hawaiian or just bad po- posture. You need someone they feel connected to. Why he wears that knees? Dropkick Murphys, Sing Loud, Sing Proud. They lose me on this record. Yes. Is this the first one? No, this is the second one with... Third uh, one with uh, Al Bar, I believe. So there's Gangs All Here. Is Al. The one before that is... Other Irish guy. Yeah, let's see. Um, I think this is the second LP with Al. I have an old one in the middle. Ho- Homonashini. Okay, easy. Shut easy. <laughs> Patrick, we know you found out your secret Italian, but you're also still Irish. You know that. <laughs> That's do or die, gang's all here. Do or die has Al. Do or die does not have Al. It does not, really. Do or die is the the, fir- the, the first LP one. with the main dude. Oh, 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 oh. Gang's All Here it is, is main where dude. it starts with. No, that's no. where it starts with. I had no idea you guys really? knew this much about Dropkick Murphys. I fucked with them. So, wait. Are you... Is it all right if I jump ahead as I have nothing them? to say about Dropkick Murphys? Sure. No, man. We just had to talk about propaganda. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, was some I mean, really good Dropkick Murphys. I'll let you stuff. go. <laughs> all right. At the drive in relationship of command. Uh, Hated it at the time. Hated in Casino Out. Uh, hated everything about this band. Uh, in but rec- then Beto. And then Beto got me into. Uh, look at the, the girl driving. with the choker. Good for her. Yeah. At the football game. That's a look. Well, these men look terrible though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. uh, uh, at the drive-in relationship with command. I hated this at the time. I think this has actually aged fairly well. And if you if you think that something like. Um, um, Post quicksand, help me out. Um, rival schools, world fast. If you think that if you think that some of the oh. uh, rival school stuff uh, dances a line of maybe this is a touch corny, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But you still love it. Yeah. There's no reason that you can't love at the drive-in. Okay. I mean, one no arm scissor is an all-time radio song. It's great. Yeah. Well, this four-man blitz, he gets in. What the fuck? It was the, on fourth and twenty-seven. The Juliana theory, emotion is dead. Didn't I, listen. I couldn't find a worse record if I went to, to the generation cutout bin right now. Mm. Shockingly big. 
Yep. Sh- oh, shocking. I knew, knew many girls who I met in college who love this record. Members of Zaya. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go somewhere completely different. Crowbar, Equilibrium. Any familiarity? I don't no. know this record. A weird era crowbar record. Mm. I don't think people talk about it. The Dwarves Come Clean. This is a very That's famous pat- one. It's famous, is, but, it's, but famous. it's just the art. It's, it's, just it's the, the album art, which is a callback uh, mm-hmm. to an earlier record. It, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. All problematic. I'd say it's probably the last good Dwarves record. Yeah, I think it's the last of their era. All problematic. I like this record a good amount. I do too. Very fun. Are you keep farting or is there something? That was me. No. That one was me. All right. Thank you for not smelling like him though. No, I smell good. Um, they smell good. <laughs> they smell good. I like my own brand. Um, funny that all called their record problematic, problematic before Years problematic before was a word. That, although yeah. all was, of course, problematic. Yeah, 100% correct. problematic. Exactly. Great record, though. Yeah. Fu Manchu, Eaten Dust. Either of you familiar? No. no. Fantastic rock. rock record. Fantastic. Just rock. It is stoner rock, but it is just driving fun. For fans aggressive. of Clutch and Karma to Burn. But yes. I think TV better records. vocals, I think whereas Clutch loses people with some of the vocal work, yeah. Fu Manchu, Eaten Dust is a much smoother palette. Goat Snake 1, heavy. Don't know that one. Heavy, uh, Southern Lord. Um, I think I think uh, Greg Anderson was in this. Yes. High and Fire, The Art of Self Defense, a great record. People love this. A great record. Is this the this is the record? No, right? the record after this, I believe, is the more the record. But this is their first record, and uh, even young, I was like, oh. At first, I was like, I don't like this. I like hardcore, and then it gets yeah, played yeah, yeah. at a screen printing shop. But for that's so how long, fucking like, rock. That's how rock metal works. Correct. Where, where you you hear it three times, and you're like, well, yeah. I guess I like this. As a kid, how much did it take for you to get into Black Sabbath? Two oh, listens? Yeah. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just... War pigs are like, yeah, what I'm in. Yeah, I'm the in. Fuck? It, goes. it goes. Kill Switch Engage, self-titled. I have nothing. Okay. Pretty good. It was on Ferret. Yeah. Was this Didn't on the list I shared with you guys? I'm sorry. Go no. Ahead. No, I don't think it was. Didn't really make a lot of of a, a noise at that point. Mm-hmm. The uh, Once they joined, once they signed to Roadrunner and that first record came out and they were... Weirdly enough, this, they put out Alive or Just Breathing, I think. Singer quits yep. like a month into it being out. Yep. Yeah. And then they get Howard Jones, and then he's back. Whatever. Okay. Um, the Thong Song, single, Cisco, February 2000. I prefer the Will Ferrell version. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, thong I'm, Song. I'm not mad at this. Thong Song. Great song. Yeah. With it. Thong Song. Cool. like a truck. 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 Oh. Guys like, what? 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 Baby, Baby, move, move your butt. butt. But, but, wow, but, you guys know your shit. We watched yeah. the lyric video. So, all right, um, let's go to the stadium crust birth explosion. Boom, yeah. tragedy. Self-titled, released on Tragedy Records. Born Dead Icons work, released on Dead Alive Records. From Ashes Rise, self-titled. Some people refer to this as Silence, released on not really a label, but it was released by the label that became Feral Ward. From Ashes Rise, self-titled. Yes, they released two LPs in the same year. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people refer to this as Concrete and Steel. This was released on what some people called Great American Stake Religion, but it was the label that became Farrell Ward. Uh, no Parade self-titled, released on Partners in Crime, the dude from Death, Threat, and Tragedies label, and then Severed Head of State, Jadim Dasein, and Black Blood World, uh, released on um, Ebolition and a Polish label, I believe. Uh, let's talk about these real quick. Tragedy Records tragedy. fucking classic. It's classic. also... It's classic. I would argue... Maybe not. Maybe it didn't stand the test of time, but uh, but but visually, this is Fantastic. one of the records of the year in terms of how it looks. It's a simple presentation that is iconic. Yes. Do you? Th- Here's the deal: the American Nightmare record we said, Poison the Well record we said. I think if we were saying the third most important record of this year, it's tragedy. Oh no question. And it it could argue for a one yes. C in that category. I, well, I would give it two. I would give this two. But it's that close. Yeah. 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 I think there's a moment where you could have said 
this, uh, yeah. I mean, think about the reach where we talked about tragedy being the name check for everyone trying to be cool. I'm currently right. going. All right, how many people A-N- had their fucking patch on their yep, jacket? The shirt. I'm going A N tragedy poison the well. That's yeah. my sure. That was the, the, that's the my that's my three from those are three bands. I mean, wildly Shapers. divergent, but changed yeah. their lanes for sure. Yes. Uh, Born at Icons, much more in the Motorhead punk yes. world of things. Their best record was still yet to come. These two from Ashes Rise records are my favorites. I really like the way they shocked. recorded it all. Me, me too. I love Nightmares. Yes, yeah, yeah, lots yeah. Of That's my go-to. I think I, I would I think love to get great. some. I'd love to get some feedback from Brad Boat right on his feelings on the production of these records. Because I think Concrete and Steel has would be songs that yeah. I can't listen to. Yeah, I'm sure. I I, I I there's probably fondness that's nostalgia related that I like on this. No parade, self-titled. This is a band I'll big up forever. Uh, this is a great. American hardcore sounding record from far? from no from Tennessee area. This Same, is all dudes. Oh, yeah, wow. from Ashes Rise, tragic. So this is more insane. straightforward. This record, find it, people. It's great. Severed Head of State is the dude who sang in, who goes on to sing in World Burns to Death. Um, dirty, dirty hardcore, grimy. Um, and you know, if, if from Texas, if you're wondering what was going on in Texas around this time, this is it. This game is crazy, by the way. All right. Oh, what's he doing? No, oh my God. Something foolish. Okay. So I got it out of bounds. All right. <clears throat> we're going to go through this because we're at the very end here. Um, you should say good, clean, fun was still No, we're going to. We're going to. We'll get there. So many splits. We had the episode where we talked about splits. I'm just going to read these and you can make a fart noise if it deserves a fart noise. <clears throat> right Brigade, a poor excuse, split seven inch. No fart noise. Good. I really like it. Good, clean, fun, throw down, Christmas split. Half a fart, Christmas split. Bane Adamantium split. I'll be honest, it's half a fart. Yeah. This, Adamantium? This isn't great. No, it's just that it's not great material. Okay. Like, From either band. Buried Alive Reach the Sky split. Good. No, no fart. This. No, no fart. This. No reply, Life's Halt split. No, no. fart for me. No. no. Death by Stereo Ensign? I think a lot of yeah. people are going to fart. What? De- Death by Stereo. Uh, the Death by Stereo LP in 99 was a weird. Classic. Big record, that, yeah. That, we that, we will talk about how big that record was and yeah. universally enjoyed that record. They that, were big. Well, that's the phenomenon. We played yep. with them in two thousand. They were a <laughs> they re- did pretty big. Band. But I think it would be almost impossible to explain to somebody that in the way that we've folly to us is confusing, right? Yep. Right. Similar similar thing here where it's like it was huge. People loved it, and it it's hard to understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going into the two minute offense. Yeah. Voorhees, kill your idol split. Good. Good. Uh, these Kill Your Idol splits that we're going to go through. Kill Your Idol's Nerve Agent split. Good. Yeah. Nerve Agent material here. Really good. Shy Halud, another... Oh, my God. Shy Halud, another victim. A whole new level of sickness. Best Shy Halud song. By far. Okay. There you go. Set Your Body Ablaze. Yes. They this live. is actually a very heavy split. Good yeah, split. a lot yeah, of people... Good, and good. this was Trust like, Kill, I believe. Correct. Another yeah. victim is cool shit, too. Okay. They Live Ruination split. It's fine. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Nine Shocks Terror, Killer split. Uh, Puss Head Art. The Nine Shocks Terror stuff is good. Not their best material, but good. Out cold Voorhees split, fine. I think people people don't know how omnipresent Voorhees were for a long oh, time. Yeah. Um, Down in Flames Gatecrasher split. I don't know this at all. Down in Flames young dudes from New Jersey probably. Yeah, well, that I know. The lead that. singer was probably seventeen. Well, the lead guitar player was probably seventeen. Everybody else was sixteen mm. at this point, um, or fifteen. Uh, good local. Um, I'm going to mention there was an East vs. West 7-inch that Victory put out that was cool, had a good Blood for Blood song, Trouble, Powerhouse, Power, Pressure Point. The Youngblood Memories of Tomorrow comp came out notable for the first No Justice song on it, Life's Halt, a bunch of more other bands they did, kind of a mix of more Youth Crew stuff and Thrasher stuff. 
And let's get to the last few releases that we're going to talk about because there's so much. Disclose the Nuclear Victim on Whispers in Darkness. Uh, DB uh, Dis Noise. Get, get into it if you like no- noisy music. Yeah. Atrocious Madness, The Uses of Harp. Uh, not the best Atrocious Madness record, but there's not a lot of good stuff. Let's get into stuff that will range from love to laugh. Dillinger 4 versus God. People fucking love Fun. it. Fun. People uh, fucking love it. David Anthony's pushing me on, like not yeah. pushing this on, but I was like, "Hey man, like I Some feel like I'm missing that. this." Yeah, and he made me a mix. This it's fun, uh-huh. it's cool. I get it. You have you ever gotten into this, Pat? I haven't. I feel like you'd like it because it's really, really funny but smart. Like uh, Patty, the singer, is fucking super clever. What's uh, d- does Dillinger Four have like a what? You Whoever call a you hit? are that yes. you like propaganda, yes. check out Dillinger Four. Sure. What's so here's the story. They have a song called Double Whiskey Coke No Ice. Okay. That Green Day stole part and parcel for American Idiot the song. No shit. They, Dillinger Four fucking sued the shit out of them. Took that money, opened Triple Rock in Minneapolis. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have you? That might be the big hit. It starts off like the four. It's fun. It's it's you're getting a fucking beer can thrown at your head. The fest. Just what you like. Yeah. It's yeah. it's. Like yes. the god yes. tier of the fest, yes. right? Gotcha. Yes. yes. Okay. I, as we've talked about, come to respect. You the might fest. fuck with it. I su- yeah, super smart, super funny. Live a long time, learn a lot of yeah. shit. Isaiah, the wacky dude over here. <laughs> That's me. I'm Zeke. Check I'm it out. Bandana. Um, Kid Dynamite, shorter, faster, louder. The second and final Kid Dynamite LP. Cool. Not as good as the first one. Yes. Good. Apparently, there's songs. Much of the lyrical content is about the singer wanting to quit the band. Which he Respect. did shortly after the record. There you go. Uh, and finally, this one's for Patty K. Yes. Good, clean, fun. On the streets, saving the scene from the forces of evil. Good, clean, fun continues to bring the hits. Constantly funny. Can't get enough. There's something about AOL on there. Hold on. Yeah. I, this is the, I know we got to move on. I just want to read these names to you. Tell me, this is the, this is the check. This is the um, temperature check, right? You ready? Yep. Adamantium, The August Prophecy, Bane, Brothers Keeper, Buried Alive, Burn It Down, Code 7, Converge, Death by Stereo, Destro, Diecast, Drag Body, 18 Visions, Every Time I Die, God Below, Good Clean Fun, Head On, The Hope Conspiracy, Idle Hands, Isis, Kill Switch Engage, The National Acrobat, Nora, One King Down, Red Roses for Blue Lady, Poison the Well, Shai Hulud, Bludgeon, This Day Forward, Throw Down, Turmoil, 12 Tribes, 12 Tribes, fuck, Walls of Jericho, and Stark Weather. So that's the Hellfest DVD. Hellfest Hellfest 2000. Temperature check, yo. <laughs> that, you know what, though? That was a oh, a time that broke year? like three of those bands. Banger year. There Boys was Noel was a band after that. Crazy. Yeah. Bane, after that. Bumped. Converge, when they do the saddest day, and that fucking yeah. boom yeah. comes on, and the lights go up. Makes me kind of want to listen to it, yeah. And uh, we, should wa- we should watch that video, because literally the... Dun, dun, yep. Jake goes jumping into the crowd, and you hear somebody, whoever's recording it, goes... Oh my god! It's amazing. <laughs> it's like visceral. Um, okay, so that was the year two thousand. I had a great time. I feel like we've uh, been talking about it since the year two thousand. There's no doubt a pile of records we didn't talk about. Hey guys, what do you think about doing a listening party for the year in two thousand? If you can endure it, let's fucking go. Let's see do you next it. week. Peace.